0: Blog Talk Radio Shalom brothers and sisters, welcome to the Lord's Hour. I'm really thankful for this opportunity to be here to share the word of God. I'm really I'm really thankful that, that we still have this time to, to keep seeking the Lord, to keep praying, and to keep serving him. And before I start sharing the word of God, um, I'd like to open up with a word of prayer. So brothers and sisters, I want all of us to pray in agreement and ask the Lord to touch us and to minister to us because he does wonderful things when we come together to seek his holy face so Father God in Jesus holy name we humbly come before you God I pray that you forgive every single one of us of all of our sins and all of our iniquities God I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that Lord you'd cleanse all of our hearts you'd cleanse all of our souls you'd cleanse all of our minds and our spirits that Lord there would be no sin there would be no evil there would be no darkness in any one of us renew us Father God wash us with your blood O Lord from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet oh God wash all sin and all darkness and all evil out of every single one of us Father God break every chain oh God break every curse. God, break every yoke. Break every bondage. God, break every plan and every intention of Satan against any one of us. Father, God, I pray that you keep causing us to grow in spiritual strength, Father. Give us more and more and more spiritual strength in Jesus' name. Father, cause us not to be weak, but to always to be strong. Oh, Father God, cover all of us with the armor of God, with the helmet of salvation, with the breastplate of righteousness. Oh, God, with the shield of faith, with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, with the belt of truth, with the boots which represent the readiness to speak good news of peace. Oh, Father God, arm us with your armor, God. O oh, Lord Jesus, strengthen us, Father God. Let your spirit come down upon us. Let your anointing come down upon us. Father God, we need more and more of you every single day. Lord Jesus, pour out more and more of your spirit upon us. Father, prepare us for your coming. Oh God, make every single one of us ready. Oh Father God, release your anointing. Release your anointing. Release your anointing. Release your spirit. Oh Father, release your presence. Release your power. Oh God, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us. Forgive us. Father, cleanse us, cleanse us. Oh Jesus, wash us. Hashan. Oh Father, make everything new. Renew our hearts, our souls, our minds. Oh Lord, cleanse us from all evil. Cleanse us from all darkness. God, I pray that you restore God, I pray that you would heal us. God, I pray that you would make everything new. Oh God, let us not be weak, but to be strong. Oh God, and destroy the works of Satan against any one of my brothers and my sisters. Father, whatever the enemy is planning against any one of them, Father God, do not let it come to pass. Oh Father, you see See, Father God, you see all things because, Father, before you nothing is hidden. Before you all things are exposed, Father, you see the plans that the wicked men plan against your children day and night. And I pray that you'd cause them to fall. You would cause the works and the plans of the wicked ones to be broken and to fall. Father, I pray that in Jesus' holy name that you'd release your new life. You would release your glory. You dis- cause your power to descend down upon our hearts. Oh, we receive more of you. Thank you. Oh Lord, we bless and we praise your mighty, your mighty majestic wonderful powerful name oh God we thank you for all that you have done Father God send your angels to take charge over all of us Father forgive all of us of all of our sins protect us protect us oh God God, I pray that you'd send your angels, Lord, to take charge over us, Father God. That your hand would rest upon us. Oh God, that your will be done in every single one of us, Father. I pray that as I'm about to speak, that Father God, you you would you would you would you would speak through me, that you'd anoint my mouth, you'd anoint my, my lips, Father God, and that the words that will come out to Lord Jesus would be your words. That God you just take over and that you would speak through me what you want to be spoken. In the mighty name of Jesus, and God I also pray for all those that are listening, that Father, you'd anoint your ears and that the words that you would speak, Lord Jesus, that it will touch their hearts and that Father God it will dwell in them it will change them it will renew them and it will, it will help them to become more and more ready brides for coming they will become more prepared for your coming oh Lord in Jesus name I pray that whatever thing it is that your people will need you would be a provider because you're Jehovah Jireh you're the one that provides Father provide for all the needs of your people provide for all the needs of your children all those that are struggling all those that are strug- a struggling Lord Jesus do not let them be overcome by their trial. The Father you are the line of Judah that lives within them oh help them to be able to overcome every trial every testing and every temptation in the name of jesus father god break sinful desires that are in their hearts break chains and yokes of satan that are over them whatever depression that they might be struggling with father god give them the power and the strength to overcome god i pray that you deliver them and that you would heal them you would heal them oh lord you would heal them you would heal them you would heal them in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth god you'd forgive them of all their sins and that you'd restore them father god that you'd make all of us ready for coming oh god make everything new make everything new make everything new, Father. Oh, Father God, we repent of all of our sins and our iniquities. Make everything new. Restore, cleanse, cleanse, and strengthen us, Father God. Draw us closer and closer to you every single day, God. Make us ready for your coming. Use us for your glory, Father. In Jesus' holy name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage all of you to know that the coming of our Lord is indeed near and is very close. It's getting closer and closer and closer as these days go by. So, I, I encourage all of you not I encourage all of you to just keep having faith and knowing that the coming of our lord is close and none of you should ever lose lose any hope or to be discouraged or to think it's it's um it's it's taking too long or to or to just think that Well, maybe it's not going to happen. No, no, none of you don't. I don't want any of you to ever, ever lose hope because the coming of our Lord is getting closer and closer. For those of you that stay with the Lord, for those of you that pray and fast, for those of you that repent and try to live a holy life, the Lord will confirm this to you. He will show you. He will show it because he's been showing me almost every single day. I've been seeing a spiritual change that has been going on. I've been seeing a spiritual change that has been going on in the atmosphere around me and and even within me. I've been sensing such such a great change. Things have been going on um the Lord has been letting me have a lot of supernatural a lot of supernatural encounters these days as times have been going on lately, I've been seeing his presence physically manifesting more and more and more and more and more. And more. Sometimes I I'm I'm so astounded or just very very shocked or 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 very very surprised as to how he 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 communicates with me now. It's like now his his presence. There's just a great change in the spiritual realm. It's like there's a change going on within us that serve the Lord and that love the Lord, and there's a change going on around us around the atmosphere of of you know within the atmosphere of those that love the Lord and those that are seeking. There's a great change that is going on as I've been seeing. A dramatic increase in, in in his physical manifestation, in his presence, in, in the light that I would see. Because um, I, if you guys remember um, in previous um, days on the Lord's Tower, I would speak of seeing um, this this light, this presence of God that would shine, this twinkling, this this manifestation of God's light. Sometimes they come in different colors. Sometimes they would I would see them in in red or white or blue or bluish purple. Um, lately they've been increasing. I just see them more and more and more and more and more just just anywhere. I just just see them just about anywhere. And and everywhere I go, they're always there. And and they're increasing in their level of manifestation. It's like now I'm seeing them uh, manifesting more and more. I see them literally like every day so many times every day. Not once, not twice, not three times, not five times. So many times, every single day, so many of them. There are times when I would open my eyes, and instant I would just see so many of them. They could be, I don't know, maybe from between uh, maybe ten to hundreds. I, I can't even count them. There's just so many of them that would just be be twinkling, and that would just um, light up and go dim. And I see these lights that would just be, be, be the like the like sparks. They just spark up in in the air. It doesn't matter where you are. They spark, spark up over people's heads. Or over people. I just see them happening more and more and more. And even a brother that I pray with, he's been telling me too. He told me a while ago how he saw a very huge one. So this is just to to let you know that the manifestation of God's glory is increasing. Because when I see these things, I know in my heart that the Lord is showing me that the outpouring of God's spirit is increasing. And very soon we're going to experience such a dramatic outpouring of the presence of God because God's presence is increasing, but it's increasing gradually. You know, as it says in the Word of God, that in the last days, God said He's going to pour out His Spirit, and I see that happening every single day. He's pouring out His Spirit, and I see that it's is dramatically increasing every single day. Even how the Lord commu- I mean communicates with me now, it's, it's 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 increased so much. It's increasing a lot now, because even even today. Um the Lord wanted me to wake up i was I was in bed i was I was sleeping, and the Lord wanted me to wake up. He woke me up by literally um this is what happened to me on the bed. Someone was literally pushing the bed it was like someone was pushing the bed to and fro, and I felt my spirit like moving to and fro in the bed and then I got up and then I knew that the Holy Spirit the lord- the Lord woke me up He wanted me to wake up it's now what the lord does it's it's like he's he's letting me know how real he is and and the manifestation of his spirit, his presence, it's increasing. It's like there's, there. I can feel there's a change that is going on in my spirit. And it's not just me. Those that are seeking the Lord, they know. They know that there's a change going on. I had a sister tell me that she could feel that there's a great change in her spirit. It's like she's feeling very close to God. She's feeling like the Lord is getting close. She feels very, very close to God now. And it's like he even told me that her discernment has even gone up. And it's true, too, because I've been experiencing those things, too. It's like now how the Lord lets me um, discern things is, is totally changed. It's like because there's so much of His Spirit now, it's like He's pouring out so much of His Spirit now. When you seek the Lord a lot, you get to tap into it. You get to receive that anointing. And when that anointing comes into you, it makes things much, much easier. It's like discerning things in the Spirit gets easier. It's like you being able to 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 know whether this is from the Lord or this is not from the lord it gets it's easier because we, I, recently i was very surprised at how the Lord showed me that um something because i, I was on the i was on the intern i was on the internet with youtube with a brother in christ and we were we came upon this man and we were i think and he was i think he he was listening so I was listening to because he put um he he put it on that man's channel and instantly I was just so surprised how the lord just let me know this but instantly when I was listening to him I got into a few minutes I just knew in my heart that the lord was letting me know that something was wrong and and he allowed me to discern in in another way it was in a very different way that it was it was, it was in a very strong way but it was very instant he had let me discern about this person very very quick and and Almost almost instantaneous, it was very fast, so now the lord's been even even amongst his children now he's been increasing his spirit and and those that are closer to him they would know that depending on the gift you have, you' realize that it's increased if let's say you had the gift of discernment, you'd realize your discernment has gone up because now you'd realize that you could discern things more than that, than, than a few years ago, than a few months ago, because now I could also testify to that, that even the gifts of the Lord, especially for me, it's been in, let's say, discerning, it's it's increased by God's grace, and not just for me, to another sister, she was telling me, and even another brother in Christ, that even discerning has, has increased, and even the manifestation of God's power, in terms of um, His presence, how they see the lights of God, or the sparks of God, um, or those those lights, those um, orb lights that of God that was just, manifest to, to represent his presence in that place they have increased so i just want you to know that god is in, is increasing in the outpouring of the spirit because time is up the coming of our lord is so close and it's so soon and and remember that it's going to happen suddenly when everyone thinks everything is okay So please, do all you can not to. Don't go to spiritual sleep without having your lamp filled with oil. Do all you can to make sure that your lamp is filled with oil. Don't be discouraged. Don't think, well, well, we're still waiting and nothing has happened, so you're going to go back into the world. Don't do that. No, no, no. Keep waiting. Keep loving on the Lord. Keep being patient. Because when you wait on the Lord, you, you, you get more endurance. Your spirit will grow more. Your spirit will be strengthened. And it's a true sign that you're one that truly loves the Lord. Because Christians are because Christians, okay, are not just supposed to seek the Lord because of what the Lord is going to give them. God doesn't want you to seek Him because I mean God is going to bless us and and He wants us to be happy about it, but you know God doesn't want you to just seek Him because well, you want um just the blessings, no, God wants you to i mean that's part of it, but He wants you to seek Him. Because you truly love him, that 's what a bride is. A bride marries someone not because of what they get from that person, or let's say the blessings or the wealth or the gifts you get from them, no, but you marry them because you truly love them, and that is what the Lord truly wants because that the Lord showed me um weeks ago, as He showed me in heaven, he showed me that what he 's going to give to his bride or what he 's going to do with his bride it 's going to be so great it 's going to be so amazing, so because of this this amazing gift or blessing that the Lord is going to give to his bride. He's not just going to give it to just anyone. He's going to give it to someone that is truly deserving of someone that is truly, truly loves Jesus because that's what God wants. God wants someone that truly loves them with all, with all of their heart. Because I could see that God was going to make his bride like him. It's like, we're going to become like one with Jesus in such a special way. Right now we have Jesus dwelling in us, but when that time comes, when the time of the wedding supper comes, of the marriage comes, something amazing will happen to all the brides of Jesus Christ. And they will be, they're going to be amazed. The Lord let me experience this. And I was, I was just, I could not, I was like so, so thankful, but yet so amazed and in awe just to know that we're going to become like, the Lord's going to make us like the same as him, like the same level. Like Like it's going to be like husband and wife. And it's going to be literally like that. We're going to share because, you know, husband and wife will become one. We're going to literally become one with Jesus and we'll be joint heirs with him and we'll share the inheritance that Jesus has, like what Jesus has, Jesus will give to us. And I experience this in such a great magnitude because, if you, if, because as Christians, we know that Jesus is God. We know that our Lord Jesus Christ, he's God manifested in the flesh. So in other words, we're going to get married to our Lord God Almighty and we're going to become one with him. And all that God has. And what God has, we can't even imagine. God is so great. Everything he has is just so great we can't even imagine. And all that and what he has, we're going to become joint heirs with him. And we're going to share with him the glory that he has. We're going to share with him the great blessings that he has. And I got to experience this in heaven. And it was so amazing. Just It was like experiencing the wedding and experiencing you uniting with Jesus and knowing that you're a joint heir with Christ. I mean, it's one thing to read the Bible and to know that you'll become a joint heir of Christ. But it's, it's another thing. It takes you to a whole, it's like a whole new level when you experience that you are completely united with him. And you, and you know it's real because you can feel it. Because when you look at Jesus, you just know that you and Jesus have become one. And you know that Jesus is your bridegroom and your spirit is completely united with him. It's like your spirit is completely united with God. And 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 you're 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 the bride of God, and where He is, you are with Him because you are one, because you're you're, you're because you are, because you and Jesus will have become united, and you're 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 one body. You now you become one, completely one, and it's like you become it's like Jesus, you're Jesus. Like you become it's like that level of unity, you become so one, like so united in such a in such a great way. So, brothers and sisters, I encourage all of you: hold on to Jesus. Please do all you can to so hold on to Him. Never give Him up. Don't be discouraged, and and don't ever go back into the world. Because what you have in your spiritual life, like your your spiritual life, your spirit, it is so ext- it is extremely important. I mean, you might look at people, and people might be thriving and might be doing so well in their physical lives. They could have all the money. They could have they could have so much cars, houses, but I'm telling you, those things don't matter at all compared to your spirit. I'm telling you, nothing in this world matters. Nothing. Please, don't, don't be blinded. Because I know that as you're waiting, as you're all waiting for the Lord, there will be times when you will... The enemy will try to make you think like going back into the world. He will try to, you know, mesmerize you to think of the world. He will try to make you think, well, you're serving the Lord and you're giving up everything for God, but it looks like you still don't have anything and, and it looks like you're you're struggling. No, 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 no. I don't want you to think that at all. Please don't don't at all don't ever let don't fall for the lies of satan because satan has nothing satan knows that this world is going to pass away he knows that god has something great for you that's why he's going to try to deceive you to make you feel like going back into the world because as we're waiting we know that the time is so soon and so close and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting but sometimes satan will discourage people to make them think that they have to you know Hold dear the things of the world. I'm telling you, these things will pass away. I'm telling you, don't love anything in this world. If you love this world, then the love of God is not in you. That's what the Bible says. Don't love anything in this world and don't want to go back into this world. This world is disgusting. It's, it's, it's full of abomination. And it is displeasing to the Lord. And judgments are happening all over the world as we see. Because as God is pouring out His Spirit, it's a gradual process. His spirit, is keep, his spirit is gradually increasing in the world. Eventually, it's going to get so great. It's going to manifest to such high degrees. Because now people are seeing the manifestations of God's presence in so many different ways. He's, he's letting me experience new things. In, even in the gifts of God, I'm experiencing different levels of His gifts in, in different amazing ways. And it's, it's been so wonderful just to know how great our God is. Because, look, our Lord Jesus, when He came, you know he you know as as the Son of God, you know he was king of all, but he wasn't focusing on anything in this world, he wasn't going around wanting to carry all the worldly possessions on his back and live no, because he didn't need that, and he lived that life to show us that we don't need that. Be thankful for whatever you have, and in fact, if you have a little bit, be thankful for even that little bit that you have, because what does the Bible say? that it's very hard for for, for for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. It's like going through the the eye of a needle. As it says in Matthew 19.24, again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Yes, brothers and sisters, this is how hard it is. That's the Lord saying it's like, it's 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 much easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Yes, brothers and sisters, so don't don't worry. Whatever you have, just be thankful for it and focus on it. Whether the Lord gives you a lot or gives you a little, depending on whatever God has given to you. Be thankful for it and just use it for glory. But don't decide to just focus on, you know, getting everything, everything in in this world. Getting all the wealth. No, no, no. Don't focus on on, on getting all that. I mean, if the Lord wants you to, then definitely, yes, go for it. Do what the Lord wants you to do. Go after what God wants you to go after because it's what God wants you to receive. But remember, don't put your heart in it. Just put your heart in God and God will lead you and he'll make the way. He'll provide all that you need. Because, because when people get into these things, they put their heart into it. Because, you know, the, you know the Bible teaches that where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. And if you get your heart into the treasures of this world, then it means you don't have the love of God in you, and then you're going to be left behind, and you have to go through this tribulation and this this horrible time that is coming. So, brothers and sisters, I want all of you to just just focus, focus, focus on the Lord. It doesn't matter what you have be thankful for all that you have. If God has given you a lot, be thankful for it and use it for His glory. If God has given you a little, be thankful for it and use it for His glory. Just desire in your heart to follow after God and follow His will. And don't sin. Don't be jealous. Don't be envious. But make sure that your heart is not after the things of this world. Make sure that your heart is never after anything in this world. Because I know that it's one thing that the enemy will use to attack so many people. Well, because as people are waiting for the coming of our Lord, some of them might get distracted, and they might decide to go, to to to, to go into the world or to find um, worldly possessions for them. Because some of them could be deceived by Satan. But please, these things they don't mean anything. They're just temporary, and they're going to be here for a short while because the end is coming judgment is coming nothing in this world you know look your soul your spiritual life it is so important to god so it's better to obey god and to have your spirit perfect than to focus on your 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 body and your flesh and and your flesh god wants you to take care of your physical self but he wants you to focus on your spirit because your spirit is eternal and your spirit controls it's like if your spirit does well if your spirit is so good if your spiritual life is, is is healthy, then your physical life will be healthy too. Because your spiritual life, is, that's where the control room is for your life. It's like it controls every other part of your life. If your spiritual life is led by God, then you'll be blessed all around. And, but if it's the opposite, if it's not blessed by God and if it's taken over by darkness and demons, then you will be struggling in, in almost every area of your life. So do all you can to make sure that you don't have a love for the things, that, uh, things of this world. Because all those things in this world, they will pass away. And it's not necessary. You don't need all these things that are in the world. Just do all you can to just, you know, live a life that is pleasing to God and live a humble life and just focus on wanting God's Spirit. That is all you need. And just be thankful for whatever God gives you because some people could, you know, have um, a lot of desire for things in the world and sometimes it's not so good because... As I said earlier, your heart could get into it, and once your heart gets into it, sometimes it's very hard to get your heart out of that, and and sometimes it's very hard to to get the love of the Father. Again, once your your heart just goes into wealth, as so many pastors and so many people right now, so many people um are they just put their heart so much into 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 the wealth and into and into the worldly possessions, so many worldly things is it could be so many people and there and some people sometimes will use it for um yes you know, so many people like a lot of people right now are just you know because sin is increasing and as te- and technology is advancing and because technology is also advancing people are falling because of the lust they have with their eyes cuz a lot of people lust after the things they see, and because of that, they want more and more wealthy things. But these things, they don't compare to anything that the Lord has for us in heaven. So do all you can to make sure that you remain loving the Lord, and you patiently wait for Him. And as you wait for Him, you clean yourself up, and you, make, you do your best to make yourself the perfect bride, as perfect as can be, without sin. You clean yourself up, because your reward will be great in heaven. Because, you know, as you're waiting, the more you wait for him, the more you become clean, the more you become ready. It's like the more perfect and pleasing you are to the Lord. You begin to smell beautiful because spiritually there's an aroma that people will have. If you live a good life, if you live a life that is good and true and holy before the Lord, your your spirit smells beautiful because spiritually there are smells. Okay, some people could have the smell of sin and demons over them. Or they could have the smell of holiness and purity. It's such a beautiful smell. And if you seek the Lord, you will realize that when you worship Him, you see that you smell good spiritually. I'm not talking about like the physical smell. I'm talking about the spiritual smell. And your, your spiritual fragrance and aroma will rise to the heavens. And God is very pleased with that. And when you also sin, spiritually, you smell really terrible. So that's why sometimes some people could have discernment for sin. And, and good things and their discernment could be what their spiritual spiritual nose it is a gift that the Lord could give to people in discernment where they could discern things with their spiritual noses they could smell sin and they could also smell good things that are of the Lord so do all you can to always have your spirit clean because the Lord hates because abomination and, and sin is disgusting it smells really bad and and the Lord really hates that so do all you can to smell spiritually good for the Lord, because He loves that—that that pleases the Lord. And as you seek the Lord, preparing yourself, you'll be—you'll be—you know—you become ready, and rewards are laid up for you in heaven. Because look, the days that we have right now—they're drawing. You know, there's just very little time. It's very, very little time left. And those that are with the Lord, those that are seeking the Lord, the true bride—they know they know that time's up they know that you know the coming of the lord is, is getting so close but while so many people are falling away getting discouraged because some people they're just in it you know just because of the rapture some people all well, they think the rapture is coming and disaster is coming and they don't want to go into disaster but you know god is god you can't try to deceive god god knows whether you love him or not and god wants a bride i mean he he wants he wants people to be safe and to protect people but the th- truth is, those that will be safe are those that truly love God. Some people are just in it just to, you know, escape the judgment and just to go in the rapture. They're not really in it because they love God. But the rapture that is happening, it is for those that truly love God and those that are willing to wait God, wait for God, and to and to go through all that God wants them to go through. Those that trust God and love Him with all their heart. So brothers and sisters, use this time to prepare. Do all you can to prepare. Because right now so many people will probably will probably think you're probably going back or maybe just thinking that they're they've waited and they're still waiting and some people might be discouraged and go go back. But please don't become one of them. Don't go back. Wait, because the coming of our Lord it is getting closer and closer because the Lord confirms this to me almost every day and he can, he shows me that his spirit is increasing in us and those that truly love the lord and it's a sign because the bible says that in the last days she's going to part the spirit and also it says the bride made herself ready so it's like the lord is preparing us through the outpouring of the spirit his spirit is transforming us it is changing us it is making everything new we're changing because sometimes when i pray i see it's almost like my spirit is in heaven and i see the lord washing my spirit i saw this vision of and it was almost like it was like a a a, a bath. It was like a bath with perfume and flowers, and the Lord was using that to wash me and to cleanse me. And and I remember that um um during um I I think it was during the time of Esther. I think that's what I think that's what happened. Um when when a bride's about to get married, they would they would clean her, she would she would be cleaned or or she would take a bath yes as as in the book of Esther, as we see um it's like the Lord was cleaning he was cleaning my spirit because as i as I read here, it says in esther two twelve it says before a young woman's turn um to go into King Zere, she had to be yes, as is spoken of in Esther chapter two, um before. Yes, before um, let's say um someone would go to see the king like Esther, they would have to be bathed or cleaned in um ointments and oils and sweet smelling fragrance. And sometimes and this happened this was a while ago, I would see almost a vision of the Lord um cleaning me with like perfume, something like that, like with, with, with a sweet smelling fragrance and it was he was cleaning me. So I know that it's a sign that the Lord is showing me that we're getting closer and closer. Because you know, as the Lord prepares us, He's going to He's going to clean us. He's going to wash us with 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 so many wonderful things, and He's going to adorn us. He's going to make us clean and holy and perfect. Because we're we're his bride we're, we're the bride of of a king. So the Lord is going to make everything perfect. And like how Esther was cleaned and cleaned with perfume and stuff like that to make um made to look and smell very beautiful and clean. That's also what's happening. us. So the Lord. Is cleaning us. He's cleansing our spirits. He's washing. And for some people, sometimes it, it could it could take time. It depends. But the thing is, if you give your heart to God, God will clean you. It Doesn't matter if you give your heart to God. God is willing to clean every sin, everything that is wrong out of you. But sometimes be also be patient. Sometimes you could repent, or you could try to turn away from something bad and you could realize that you go back to, back into it. When you go back into it, don't give up. Be, be persistent and persevere and go back to the Lord. Go back to the Lord because the Lord is cleaning you and sometimes in the cleaning process it takes time. Sometimes we need to learn some things. So the Lord is cleaning us and we have to keep you know, going to Him and, and allow Him to keep washing us with His blood and cleaning us with all that He wants us to be cleaned with, to, made re- to be made ready for His coming. Because I was shown in a dream of the Lord, and it was revealed to me that as the days get closer, we'll we'll experience great supernatural experiences. Like, because I could see that people could hear the voice of God in a very tremendous degree. It's like they could hear the Lord to a very very high level. They could hear the Lord to a very very high degree, and I was I was really 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 amazed at how people were hearing God because it was to such a high degree that it was physical. It was almost like God is speaking and it's so clear and so audible that other people could easily hear that too. It's like God could be speaking to someone and it's so audible and so clear that if you're listening, if you're talking to the person on, on, on the cell phone, you could hear the voice of the Lord speaking to them in the background. Else how audible and real it was. That's how great the coming revival is. So I know that it's a sign that the revival is getting closer and closer. And because the revival is getting closer and closer, the coming of the rapture is even getting closer. So that's how I know because the, the manifestation of God's supernatural presence, the revival, the, 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 the outpouring of God that causes great revival, it's, it's increasing. I can see that God's spirit is increasing in the earth. So because of this, I know that the coming of the Lord, it's getting closer and closer and closer. So please, don't lose faith or or hope or don't be discouraged. I'm telling you great things are about to happen. The rapture is getting closer and closer. It is getting closer and closer. I know this 100% sure because the Lord's been confirming it to me through his word, through the Bible and through dreams because he would because he would give me a dream that would uh, that would be telling me what the Bible says. And it's been happening. So please, brothers and sisters, keep preparing. Just keep preparing. Do all you can to just keep preparing because the manifestation of God is, in, is is increasing, and very soon you'll experience amazing, amazing, amazing encounters with God. You you'll experience wonderful outpourings of God's Spirit, and it's going to be in certain places. It's not. It's, it's going to be. God's going to pour spread everywhere, but it's going to be like because this is what I've seen. That those that truly are hungry for God, those that truly desire God, those that truly want God, God pours out His Spirit upon them greatly. They experience such a great manifestation, like the transformation that is happening. It's not going to be everyone that is going to be transformed. It's going to be just those that are ready and those that are prepared. They will be changed before the coming, before you know the end. They will be changed and transformed with superpowers so that and I mean with, with supernatural capabilities that God will give them through His Holy Spirit. What they'll be doing will not be through their own power. It's going to be through the power of God. It's going to be through the strength and the anointing of God. Yes, brothers and sisters, because the change that is coming, with the transformation that is coming, certain people will receive it and will, will be changed. But it's those that are ready, those that have a great hunger. So where there's a great hunger, there's such a great Spirit of God feeding it. So, in, in, in this revival, I want all of you to just prepare it, because some of people might not experience it. But sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's because, you know, it's in God's timing. In God's timing, He will touch. But sometimes it's also because the person has not fully or willingly given up or surrendered all their hearts to the Lord. Because what happens is when you, because God is not a God of, um, He doesn't force, He's a God of free will. So people will usually... Um, experience as much of God as they allow Him in to to take over. People experience as much of, of the Lord Spirit as they are willing to to allow God to take over them. What I mean is, you receive as much of God's Spirit as you ask for or as you seek Him for. You receive as much as as much of God's anointing as you fast and as you pray for. So it's very important that. You prepare and you, you 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 grow your desire for God. You get a strong desire for God. You get a strong heart that wants more of God because it's in that way that you'll experience more of God's glory and 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 in this great transformation, in this great change that is coming, because it is coming. But you know, the people that will be changed are those that have that true hunger for God and those that are ready, those those that God has already prepared, those that have already hit the mark even before, even before the time of the rapture. That those that were very 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 ready. So please do all you can. Because, you know, the thing is, God gives all of us different levels. Um, you know, he requires different things for us. And people, he gives them, um, you know, let's say the five talents. Some others, it could be the two. For some others, it could be the one talent. He gives all of us different talents. But it's it, it's not about be, being given a lot of talent or a little talent. It's not about that. It's not about being given um, a, a whole yard or just a few or just a few square feet it's not about that at all it's it's about your heart and what you do or what is given to you because some people could misunderstand some people could think well it's because this person had more more of God or more anointing or more of this or more of that or maybe more blessing or more of this or more of that it's some people would think that but no because it's everyone has to have free will okay Lucifer he was a great he was a great and strong really high ranking angel in heaven. He had so much. He was higher ranked than so many angels, like so many, so many angels. He was stronger than so many angels in heaven. He was stronger than so many angels in heaven. And he was given a lot of authority, much much greater than so many angels, but yet he fell. He fell lower than even some of the even maybe lower ranking lower ranking other angels that were probably there so it's not necessarily about let's say this person being given a lot or a little no it's about what you do with it because someone could be given a little and they could even please god more than someone that is given a lot so someone could be giving a lot and they would do nothing with it they would be lazy for them their punishment is going to be great and someone could be given a little And they will do so well and so marvelous and so spectacular and so great with what God has given to them, the little that they have, that God will give them more. So it's like with what God gives you, if you pass the test, if you do well with it, more will be given to you. And it doesn't matter whether you have a lot or or, because God makes all of us differently. So with every single one of us, we have different capabilities, and God requires different things from all of us. So depending on what God has given to you, a certain um god will require a certain price from you that you have to pay so it doesn't matter whether you have a lot or a little but what matters is that is what you do with what you're given whether you use it all up or you work with all of it let's say you have the ability to to evangelize to 100 people and evangelize just two people and someone has the ability to evangelize to just 10 people and that person evangelizes to 10 people and even tries to even evangelize, even an eleventh person. He tries to even, even do, even do his best, even to do all that he can. That person in heaven, they'll be more pleasing to God, and they'll shine brighter, and they'll be given more, because what they were given, they did better with it. But for someone that, let's say, you're given something and you do nothing with it then what you have, let's say if, if you you have the ability to pray and to do so much, but yet you don't do anything, you're just lazy and you keep sinning, when that day comes, you will be judged and you will find yourself in the eternal flames, the fiery pit of hell. While, may say, someone who just had the ability to just do a little bit, they did the best they could, they'll be in heaven and they'll be rewarded much, much greater than you would receive. So just sometimes don't look at, what, let's say, people do, because sometimes people could say, well, this person knows this, this person has this gift, and, well, I don't have this gift, so maybe um, it means I can't do that. No, no, no. It's not about that. Everyone is different. We all have different gifts. But just seek God. God will show you the gift He's given to you and what He wants you to do with them. Because there's even things that God is, is still letting me understand even now that I, I, I didn't pay so much attention to, that I didn't really know, even in, in, in years past, but now I'm really knowing that it's it's really serious, and God wants me to really really do what do what do do things with what he's given. So it's like with all that God has given to us, he doesn't want us to waste anything. Now I'm really learning that God really wants me to seriously use everything that he's given to me for everything, the slightest thing. Because it, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you might have certain things, and you think, well, this is so small. I don't think I'm really supposed to use that to do anything because, well, it doesn't really seem to be of so much value, or it doesn't really have so much matter to it or it doesn't really matter but look whatever god gives you every little thing that you have it matters so much to god everything whatever it is whether it's your voice it's your ability to be able to write or to draw or to paint or to sing or to to cook look whatever you have whether it's your ability to be able, let's say spiritual gift whatever spiritual gifts you have or spiritual anointing you have or whether you're very good at helping people or cleaning stuff or fixing stuff, there's a reason and a purpose that God gave that to you. Or whether you're good with instruments, and he wants you to use it for his glory. Because in heaven, there are so many gifts and talents, and all those gifts, you're used to work and to glorify God. They're working in heaven, worshiping and seeking God. It's work. It's what they do. It's it's what's very important because the truth is that's what's actually the most important thing, worshiping God. But in heaven, they know that, so that's what they keep doing. But here on earth, a lot of people think that, well, what's very important is maybe making a living and making money. And people have too much of their heart into that and people keep concerning so much about that. And because of that, it stops them from getting closer to God because they still hold unto the treasures of this world so much and it's very sad and to god it's very very disgusting tim it's it, it, because it's really disgusting sin is disgusting because when people really hold so much unto the treasures of this world it's it's it, it, it's unclean the lord really hates that so please i mean like you live in this world we all live in this world and the lord will will give us physical things and all that but i beg you i beg you please do all you can to not hold onto the things of this world. Don't don't, um, lavish on or focus so much on the things on this world, but please let it be the love of God that moves you. Let it be the Holy Spirit that leads and drives you. Focus on God. Desire God. Want what God wants and reject what God rejects. Put all your trust and all your heart and, and, and God and desire just Him alone and nothing else, because if you desire other things more than Him, that's idolizing, and there's a great price to pay. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, time is up. It's, it's so close now. So now, don't 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 waste even your energy or your breath, desire anything in this world, because look, now, brothers and sisters, the coming of the Lord it is very close. It is so close. Because now it's like the Lord, like now how I feel the Lord communicating to me and and what He does to me, it's it's like it's like on a whole new spiritual level. And I know that the the revival is getting closer. It's so close, and I'm so happy and so thankful for this that is getting closer and closer and closer. As as I've seen things, even I, I I've seen things even even in 2015, the Lord showed me things I hadn't seen before i hadn't seen before and i was so thankful and so amazed because he'd been showing me things spiritually but but he started showing me things physically i i I had this i mean i'm telling you brothers and sisters i'm just i'm telling you look the lord is coming so soon it's so close like now the lord showed me even an angel and i saw this angel physically this was not spiritual because i mean previously the lord had been showing me a lot of things spiritually like a lot of angels spiritually, his presence. I would see his light spiritually and, and a lot of it spiritually. But now, like the angel that I saw, I didn't see him physically. I didn't see him spiritually, I mean. I saw him, I saw the angel physically. I'm telling you, physically, like you can touch the person. It's almost like, you, like, you know how you see your hand right in front of your face physically. I'm telling you, that physical, the presence of God that I see like these days, that he shows me almost every day. It is tangible. I'm telling you, you don't even need spiritual eyes to see these things. You need all you need is just physical eyes. You can just see them with your bare physical eyes without any spiritual. Even if you don't have any spiritual gift to be able to, even if you don't have any spiritual, let's say sight, because you don't have the spirit, the gift of spiritual sight, you could even see that presence of God because that presence of God that is so great and it's physically manifesting. And this began, I, 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 I've been seeing this a lot, and it's been increasing. It's been increasing, as I remember. In around 2011, I saw a lot of it. It was amazing how the, the physical, literal Shekinah, God literally just broke through. He just came right through and manifested physically in my room. And it was the, the, my room was full, the room I was sleeping in with my little sister. I was I was younger back then. I was, that happened probably around 2011. 20, uh, Eleven, I think. I think it was in 2011 or 2012. I think probably 2011, and his physical presence came right through the room, and it, it lit everything up. Everything in my room lit up gold. I was I was younger. I was I was I was much younger by then, and I was in a room. I was in a room, and 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 I was in a room with my sister back then. I was sleeping in that room. With my sister, even my sister, changed color. Like you know, when, you know, when the glory of God comes, it changes. You know how you know Moses sought the Lord, and he was on you know he was on mount mount mount, mount sanai and he came back and the his countenance changed he was glowing like his face was glowing Moses he was glowing that's what happened to me when that day the lord visited me in my room with his with his golden glory shekinah glory presence it came and even my sister changed color she didn't know what was going on cuz she was sleeping But I looked at her and the presence of God was so great that even my little sister that I was in the room with, she began to change color and she didn't know what was going on. She was sleeping. My little sister began to turn gold and and her, her, her fabric, her clothes she was wearing, her body began to look gold, like everything was looking gold. Everything, the air was looking gold because the presence of God is so great and so strong and when it comes. So greatly, it like it changes everything. Everything I saw, the air looked gold. Everything in the room looked gold. It was such, a, it's like a living gold color. It's like the presence of God. It's so alive that nothing worldly can can describe it. It is the presence of God is so powerful, and it's like the presence of God. It's alive. It's living. It's like I don't know how to explain it. It's like it has this extra force of life to it. It's not just like. Like are like? There's levels of the presence of God. There's a very high level of the presence of God where it's like alive, and it has this. It's like living, and it's powerful, and it could change things. It changes things. That's how powerful His presence is. And when His presence came in that room that day, everything changed. I saw these these like living lights of of golden stars, of golden sparks. There, were, each of them looked about approximately about maybe an inch or, or an inch big, or maybe smaller than an inch. But the thing is, I saw like probably thousands of them. I couldn't count. It was like raining stars in my room that day, and it was just golden stars. That I didn't see. I mean, I haven't seen golden stars in real life before. Because when I look in the sky, the stars that I see they usually look well, well, like white. But this time, when the the presence of God came, stars stars came into my room, and I saw like thousands and thousands of golden stars, and they were falling right down into my room. It was like they came right through the ceiling. It was like the presence of God just shot right through the ceiling, and the presence of God, it it could go through anything. It could go through earth, land, sea. It could go through air. The presence of God could just go through anything, anything at all. And the presence of God came right through my came right through the ceiling of of the house I was living in. It came right through, and it fell in that room, and it changed everything. It's like everything began to look different. It changed everything that that was in. the whole room was looking gold. And my sister, I looked at her. She was looking gold it's like it, it, it looked like the, because the presence of God was so strong and it had fall- what had covered even her that was sleeping next to me that she looked gold it looked like she was gold, and everything in that room looked gold, and then I looked at it and i was <laughs> when I saw that, I knew it was the Lord, I just knew that it was the Lord, and I had so much peace in my heart, and I knew that the Lord was with me, and I was very thankful and very happy because I felt the Lord was so close to me, and the Lord was with me, and I was really happy because his presence because I'd never seen anything like that. It was so great, I haven't seen anything like that before and and even till date, like it's it, this was this was beyond. It was so great. This was like in real life. This was the the physical manifestation of God's power. And this was not with my eyes closed. This was with my eyes open. Like when I saw this, I, I woke up and I walked around the the room and it was there. It was like it was still there. The room was gold. I I was so, I should have probably taken pictures. I, I, I wish I had just taken pictures. I, I wish that day I had just like. Got the phone and just taking pictures of golden light in my in, in, in my in my bedroom. I wish I just taken pictures of that, but but I I didn't take pictures and but it's something I could never ever forget. It's something I could never forget. It was so amazing, the presence of God that I saw, and I mean, and I got up and it was in that room, and then I mean I was I walked around the room and then I went to the bathroom and then I came back. And the room was still glowing gold. The lights were falling. The lights were just falling down upon us in the room. And it was so amazing. And it was literally golden stars. And they were just so beautiful. And it was so amazing. And, and whenever I think about it, I'm just so thankful. And, and I'm just so amazed at, at how God loves us and how great His glory is. I mean, for those of you that are still that haven't seen the manifestation of God, just trust in Him and just seek Him with all your heart. And you'll be amazed at what God is going to do because the manifestation of God is so great. Look, God manifests in heaven, but on earth, He can manifest in a way that we haven't even imagined. And the Lord manifested, and, and, and He spoke to me. But this was before, this was before the lights in, in in, in my bedroom. I, I the Lord spoke to me clearly, and when I heard His like clear audible voice for the first time, it was so beautiful. I'm telling the audible voice of God. It is. I don't think I, I haven't heard any anything anyone like that. It is His voice has life. It's like when you hear the voice of God, like the Lord has different levels of of, of voice um he speaks differently, like there's a, he he speaks he has a very high level where he speaks and it's very powerful, and where it's like trembling, where it's so great and where it just goes through your body it's like it's like a wave it's like his power is so great, and then he has a, a another level where he speaks where it's a little like there's different levels, and the father God speaks Jesus speaks. And, and and the Holy Spirit would speak, and and they, they all have and and they talk and and they talk and you know as a Christian when you keep seeking the Lord you'll learn to you'll learn to identify the voice of God the voice of the Holy Spirit and the voice of the voice of of Jesus and they all have audible voices and their audible voices are just so different and so unique and and i just love how god speaks and how the holy spirit speaks and how jesus like they all speak and they're just so amazing like god is just so awesome he is so wonderful and i just love it when god speaks and also when the holy spirit speaks it's just so beautiful and and i'm, I'm going to share those experiences on on especially on, on on the first time i heard god's clear audible voice this voice it was not inner because God has an audible voice which is external, which you hear and 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 it, it goes into it's like an it's like an audible voice, but it's external and an internal it's like you hear it outside and it pierces and it gets straight right into your soul, like your heart, and it's all so powerful like it, it goes through your body, and when you hear that voice. You don't need anyone to tell you it's God because you just, it's like when you hear his voice, it's like you feel heaven passing through your body. Like when you hear that audible voice, it's literally like experiencing heaven going through you. It is just so amazing. It's like his voice gives gives you life and joy and happiness. And there's such a wonderful pleasure you get when you hear that audible voice going through your body. It is so amazing. and. And I heard him speak, and, and I heard I heard the Lord speak, and, and, and he told me something so wonderful, and, and I heard those words so clear, and his voice was, was like thunder, but it was like soft thunder. It was like deep, his voice was like deep, but it was so soft and subtle, and it was so heavenly. It was like heavenly, filled with like glory and light, and I heard him speak so clearly, and and his power just went through my body and i and i could when he when the Lord spoke to me, like when he spoke to me it was it was so great it was like I could see light like golden, it was almost like I could see the the glory that was in his voice, and I could hear like the go, the golden sounds like the golden chimes, like it sounded so heavenly and so celestial and so beautiful and 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 yet it was powerful and authoritative, but yet it was so soft and so gentle, and it just went through my body. And I knew that it was God because the Bible says, you know, my sheep, you know, God, you know, you know, my sheep hear my voice, and, and you know they know, and the stranger, the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. So you know, because of the Spirit of God that is in us, the Spirit of God that is in us, that we call to Him, Abba, Father, we know the voice of our Father, and when He speaks, you'll know, because you'll just know, because when He speaks, at the same time, it, it can, the voice will confirm to you that it is God speaking. You just know that no one else has that voice except God. His voice is just so amazing, and the power and the peace and, and, and the, you, the lightness that you feel, the joy and the happiness, it's so amazing. And it's like it's like nothing can compare to his voice. That strong and powerful ex, 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 um audible external voice, but it's like it's like you hear it outside, you're, it's like you hear it outside. It's almost like you hear someone talking to you, but it almost feels like it's inside, because it's almost like inside and outside. It's external but it's almost internal at the same time because you hear it and it goes through you and it's it's so amazing it's such a wonderful voice and also the voice of the Holy Spirit too it's also so beautiful and it's so gentle and so calm and very sweet it's like for me when I heard the voice of when I heard like the voice of father God speak to me for that first time in that powerful way it was so amazing it was so great and then another time, I also heard the Holy Spirit speak to me so clearly and so audible. It was so audible. It was so clear. And in this time, the, the times where I really encountered the Lord speaking to me so clear, brothers and sisters, it was when I was deep in His work. I was in deep prayer and deep fasting. Because the Holy Spirit's voice, it sounded um it sounded softer. Like when I heard the Lord, but it's like the Holy Spirit, could, because they're so great is like they speak differently, and they could speak in different tones and whatever voice they choose to speak in because they're God, and they have all power, and they could do anything. But when I heard the Holy Spirit that day, it was so beautiful. His voice was so gentle and so sweet and, and just so beautiful. I mean, I, I can't really describe it exactly how, how as it was, but that day the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He spoke to me as a bird. Um... He wanted me to do something for him. He wanted me to evangelize to someone, and, and, and I did it. So, brothers and sisters, that's also one key. As you seek the Lord, obey him at all times. When you obey the Lord every time he tells you to do something, you will realize that when you, hear, you will hear him better. You will hear and you'll experience his presence and his power much, much, much better. When you obey him, you hear him. Because when you obey him, you're close to him, and it's easy for you to experience him in, in that amazing way that he wants you to. Yes, brothers and sisters, it's like you get to experience these wonderful encounters with the Lord when you're close to Him, when you obey Him, when you seek Him diligently, when when you do what the Lord tells you to. Because I I, I did what I felt the Lord wanted me to do in obedience. I spoke to this person about the Lord. And then instantly after I spoke to this person, the only reason I'm telling you that I, I spoke to this person is because I just want you to know that when you do what the Lord wants you to do, when the Lord asks you to, let's say, evangelize or to to pray or to fast, it's because there's a blessing or there's something wonderful that He has waiting for you at the end when you finish. So when when you feel led to do something for the Lord, please do it because that might be the way that you might even encounter Him. Because a lot of times, I encounter I encounter I encounter the great. Presence of the Lord. It's usually when I'm praying or fasting, or it's when I'm usually very spirit filled. Because, because when 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 you're seeking the Lord, it's like he gets close to you when 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 you repent. It's like because when you repent and you get rid of all sin and all darkness, it's like. It's easier for you to hear the voice of the Lord. It's like it's much easier for you to hear him. Because sin is like an obstacle. It blocks and it will prevent you from hearing the voice of the Lord. It will prevent you from you know, doing what the Lord wants you to do. And it, it just disrupts your relationship with the Lord. But when the Lord asks you to do something and you do it, as an act of obedience, you get closer to the Lord. Because the Lord is close to those that diligently seek him. You would diligently seek the Lord and diligently pray and fast. You'll be closer to Him, and you'll be able to hear His voice more. So this day that that the Lord actually allowed me to to hear the Holy Spirit speak in that wonderful way, it was the Holy Spirit that spoke, and His voice is wow, so beautiful. It's so sweet and so calm and so gentle, and it's so wow. It's just so perfect. Like God, God is so perfect. The Holy Spirit is so perfect. They're all just so perfect and so amazing and so wonderful. And and the Holy Spirit asked me to do something. he Asked me to to um to talk to this person to actually reach out to this person and and tell him about the word and and as an act of obedience he let me to do it and then when i did all glory to him because i did i couldn't do it on my own because it was all by the grace of the lord so i give all glory to god everything that i've been through or everything that i've experienced i, I give all the glory to god because i'm nothing i can't i can't do anything i can't even i can't i can't even lift up just a strand of hair, with, by my own strength, because I have no strength. That's how we all are. We have nothing. Everything that I've ever experienced, or I, or everything that I've been able to encounter through the Lord, is, is just by God. God is the one who's done all these things. So, as I'm sharing all these things with you, I give all glory to God. I want all of you to know that it has nothing to do with me because I can't do anything. I can't even. I I, I can't even 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 lift up a, a particle of sand by my own because I I am nothing. We're nothing. Because without God where would we be? All that I've ever all that I've encountered and experienced it's all by God. And it's just by God's grace and it's just by his his loving mercy and his kindness. And I just want to share this with you to know that God did it for me. He could do so much more for all of you that are listening. Look, God's one that does, does these things. and He will Because look, it's God that does them. His power is so great. And it's about one thing that the Lord let me understand, that it's about discipline and how responsible you are as a Christian and, and how disciplined you are as a Christian. Because a disciplined Christian will get very far. A lazy Christian will not get anywhere, but, but probably hell, that's where they'll get into. So as a Christian, do not be lazy. Laziness attacks and oppresses and brings down so many of God's people. It brings down so many of God's people. So, look, laziness is right now going around attacking so many people. But don't be lazy. Get rid of that demon of laziness. Fight it day and night. Don't stop. You know, just keep praying. Just keep seeking God. Because your spiritual life, it is so important. Because through you, other people could, could even be saved. Because I'm telling you, this physical life we have, what matters to God is not about the degrees you have. Or, or how much money you make. Or, or let's say, the worldly possessions you have. Because, in fact, God doesn't want you to even focus on getting worldly possessions. He says store your treasures in heaven. That's where Jesus wants you to store your treasures. So if you're thinking of really storing up worldly treasures, just know that it's not what God really wants for you. What he wants for you is to store up your treasures in heaven. Because on earth, your treasures will pass away very, very quickly, very soon with the disasters that are coming, with the great tsunami and and, and hurricanes and and horrible um, um, things that are about to happen. horrible things are about to happen, so please just do all you can to just prepare. Prepare for the coming of the Lord and seek Him with all holiness. Yes, because your spiritual life, it is so precious, it is so important to God. And and just because, and, and, and as you are saved, the Lord could even use you to help other people to become saved because we're going to be judged. And, you know, what is eternal? It's our spirit. Because one day, Our physical lives will end. It will end. It will end for all of us that are here because everything will change. So please, make sure that you focus. It doesn't matter um, how your physical life looks. As long as you're pleasing Jesus, then just do it. Because it doesn't matter what you think or what you feel. What matters is what God wants because God knows the best for you. Because as humans, we usually think something is good and we want to do that, but God knows it's not. Because as the Bible teaches... And proverbs that sometimes what looks good is not always the best decision. Something just because something looks good and something looks right doesn't mean it's it's good. Doesn't mean it's what you have to follow, because something could look good and it could be full of poison and full of darkness. Because that's how Satan works. Satan always disguises things to make them look so good, but inside them they're just filled with, with pain and poison and sin and really horrible things. So do all you can to make sure that. You always follow the Lord, and you do everything as the Lord would tell you to, and you would do it because you know Jesus wants you to do it the way He, he wants you to do it, and not because you think it's right, but you're doing it in total obedience and with total surrender. So, as you can see, the presence of God—it doesn't come forcefully; it comes willingly. If you accept God, if you seek God, that's when you will—you will see, you will experience. Because in, even in our revival. In the dream that the Lord showed me, I saw angels that were flying, and I saw that normal people could could i saw like people from college or school that came up, and they saw the angels flying like people were seeing angels flying over different places and what it was was that around the time of the revival, this is what I saw I saw a group of angels that were like dancing in the sky that were just rejoicing in the sky and this is what I got from that that the angels were also really happy. That God was moving in such a great way, and the angels looked so clear and so physical. I could see them. They looked. The angels looked sort of silver. They were wearing like uh, robes that were sort of silvery white, and I think, and they had like belts in the center. The robes had belts, and they, they yeah, they all like their hair, and their skin, and their robes were a very similar color. They all had a, a color that was like a pure silvery light like a, a grayish white color that was like almost like light that was like glowing and there were many of them and they were just dancing and rejoicing in the sky because even the angels they were really happy at what our god is doing because this revival that is coming a lot of angels will also be working to you know to, to help get people saved or to help to you know to to bring glory to god and the angels were were it was like they were dancing in up in the sky And, you know, you didn't need to have spiritual eyes to see this because in the dream I just looked up and I could see them. And even people came from college, like people were still in college. um, It's like just people, normal people, because I could see that normal people with, um, like normal students. They just came out of class and they looked up and they saw the angels flying in the air. So basically, people will be able to see these things even without... Although people will still be focusing, will still be doing their worldly things, Is like God is still going to give them a chance to see his supernatural power. And that, and I'm seeing this increase right now because as I spoke earlier, the Lord showed me this angel physically. I saw this, um, yeah, I, I saw this recently. This was in, yeah, I saw this angel and this was in, yeah, I think 2015 and I saw it so clear it was so clear, and I saw his eyes, I saw his face, like, I saw his face so clear, and his face was so different, it looked like he was a different race, because, well, he's not a human being, he's an angel, so he looked very different. He, His skin was not like human skin, his skin was just completely different, his skin looked like, like glass, like, like glass, his skin looked like, like a metal, like, almost like glass, and his skin just looked perfect, and his eyes were, like, glowing. his eyes were like a gem they had like a a, um they weren't really glowing so much but they weren't they had like like a color that could glow but they were like sapphire he had just sapphire eyes his eyes were just like sapphire gems they weren't really glowing that much because when, when i saw that angel he wasn't really really in his glow. he wasn't really shining he was like in a toned down form not really shining so brightly and he was he had like a, a a silver breastplate. Yeah, he had like a silver breastplate, and I think his hair was a little darker. And I, but I saw his face so clearly. I remember him so clear. He was in armor, and and he was he he was very young. He looked very very young. He looked like like he he would he looked like he never aged. He looked like he 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 never ages, but like like from his appearance, he looked like to be old. But it looked like in his appearance, he he doesn't age because he looked still very young and very perfect. And I saw this physically, like I could touch him, like like I look like physically, I'm telling you. So this, so I'm I'm just telling you this to confirm to you the dream that I had, because the dream came to pass, and it's about to even come to pass, even in a larger scale. Because in that dream, I could see a glass breaking, and it was like a glass wall. So I know that the the veil was breaking, and the veil was bro- broken, it was cracked, and supernatural things were happening. So, brothers and sisters, I just want to encourage all of you to know that. Supernatural things are happening, and they're increasing because I see it happening every day like now I see the 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 presence of God, the physical manifestation of God's presence is increasing. I see like literally almost every day, so many times, so many times every single day I see the lord the presence of the Lord like like sparks, like blue sparks that just happen in midair sometimes they happen like sometimes when I turn the light off, like when I'm about to go to bed, I see the sparks just. It's almost like a light show, like a firework display in my room, but it's with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit just just twinkles. It's almost like lightning bugs, just like like fireflies, like like fireflies, twinkling and sparkling up in your room or in your house. But it's the Holy Spirit just twinkling and just doing, giving you like almost like a fire display, like a light display, and it's so amazing and it, it increases and it's like. The Holy Spirit is now manifesting, like, physically. Like, I could see him, like, like his presence, like his light so clearly physically every single day. And I'm just so thankful and so happy because I know that the dream he gave me is coming to pass. As, as I saw that people were beginning to see angels physically manifesting, like like how you could see your hand in front of your face. And I already saw the angel physically manifesting right in front of me, like a like hand in front of my face. And it's increasing. It's happening more and more and more and more and more, brothers and sisters. So, brothers and sisters, the outpouring, it's its its increasing. And I knew that. I saw that the angels were happy because they're happy because they're about to do a lot of wonderful things to give glory to God. They're about to do signs and wonders. You know, they're, they're, God's about to use them to show signs and wonders in the earth and in the heavens. Because, I mean, seeing an angel flying and doing wonderful things in the air, it's like a beautiful, I mean, I mean seen that is just so wonderful and god is going to even use these angels to to show to show wonderful signs and wonders that will let people believe in god that will touch the hearts of people so brothers and sisters please if there's any time to be excited it's now don't, don't think Christianity is boring or the Lord is boring because the Lord, he is so exciting. Like when he shows me these things, I get so excited. I scream. I jump because I am just so happy that the Lord is manifesting his, his presence. And I could clearly see God's presence. And for, it's not an imagination. I, I see it with my own physical eyes. It's not, even, it's not even spiritual eyes anymore. It's like with physical eyes. And people see it too. Like my friends see it too. It's like when I, when I get to people and I get close to people and I pray with them and I share it with them. Like a brother that I pray with. He sees them. Too. He even sees ones that he told me they're as big as soccer balls, and, and I see them on the wall. I see them around me, like around people. Sometimes when I'm drawing, I see them like around the paper. Sometimes even on the like they, they, around the computer, around people. Like it's it's amazing how the Lord is manifesting His presence, and 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 even even now the Lord does something so amazing. I was I, I was worshiping. I was singing to the Lord. And suddenly my voice just changed and it was like I had like my glorified voice or something. It was like my voice had been changed by God and it was so beautiful. And it sounded like multiple people singing at the same time. But it was it was different. Like I it sounded like a heavenly being speaking when that day that the, the, like that day that I, I sang I, I heard. It was like like a heavenly being. It sounded like 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 uh like a supernatural Spirit's voice, um, like a misty spirit voice, I don't want to explain it to you, but but I'm telling you these things, not for me, but for you to, to love God and to wait on Him. Because all these things that I, I went through, they're not me. God let me experience them so that I could share with people. So all the glory goes to God. But I'm sharing these things with you to let you know that God is a great God and He's a good God. And He's not done with us yet. He's about to do wonderful things. His glory, it's coming. His glory is rising. I'm telling you, look, supernatural things are happening. Like, he, God is pouring out His spirits, And the thing is, those that are close to Him will experience it. Like how I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. I, I heard him after He asked me to, to, to do something. He asked me to evangelize this person. And then after I did, I heard the Holy Spirit speak. And I just didn't hear him. I saw the Holy Spirit. So so I'm telling you, when you obey the Lord, you get to experience. So that's how you get to experiencing. So I'm encouraging you, to, if you want to experience the manifestation of God, then obey him. For, because that's one thing that the Lord has shown me. When I would obey him, even when it was really hard. Because in this time, I had to do something for God. Um, He asked me to, 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 to do something for him. And it was a little hard because I had to, um, it wasn't, let's say, the easiest thing for me to, because I had to, like almost run, run and add a, like physical energy and run all the way to the place to do what he wanted me to do. And then I did that thing. And then after I did it, I he asked me to just speak to this person about him. But the person was far. So I had to almost, you know, almost run after the person, chase the person. After I did that, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I saw him so clear and I saw him in his beauty. He was so beautiful. He was like the Holy Spirit. He's so beautiful. He was just so, so beautiful, and he was talking to me, and how he spoke to me, and how I saw him. Oh, it was just so amazing. It was just. It was like such experiences I could never forget because I just love the Holy Spirit and I just love the experiences that He gives to me and what He lets me experience. His glory lets me experience because His glory, brothers and sisters, it's amazing, and a greater glory it's coming. So I want you all to get excited, and to be happy for what God is about to do. He's about to do great and wonderful things, but. Look to experience these things to be part of it. You have because it's coming for those that are willing and those that have sacrificed and have given their hearts to God. These things that are going to happen are going to happen to those. Is like I saw that it's going to happen to people who. Well, some people that don't really know they'll still see some things, but but there's going to be like hot hot hot. It's going to be there's going to be like places where the presence of God is going to be like very strong. There's going to be people that will experience it very strongly, and it's going to be those that have like. A strong desire. It's going to be those that have like a very strong desire. Because that's what that the Lord let me understand. That people that will be changed, given a lot of supernatural capability from the Holy Spirit, will be those that have been really close to Him. Those that have sought Him so hard and have literally given up everything for God. That's how it's going to be. So the places where the, the presence of God will be strong, there's going to be like places where there's going to be like like... Places where there's going to be like peaks of the Holy Spirit, like there's going to be like a peak anointing, like the anointing will be, there's there's going to be anointings, like God's going to apply Spirit, you know, but there's going to be places where there'll be peaks, strong anointing, and there's going to be the places where where He's welcomed the most, the places where He's loved and lavished on the most. That is where you you will be experiencing the strongest presence of God. So right now, brothers and sisters, spend time with your family seeking the Lord, and 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 also too, um, for those of you that are saved, I want you to spend time. Seeking the Lord on the behalf of your family. Because if you're saved, then the Lord wants to use you to touch your whole family. So pray for them, fast for them. Don't stop. Because there is you know, there is nothing that God cannot do. It doesn't matter what how bad the situation looks or what they're going through. God is always bigger than than whatever situation happened. God can easily change anything and anyone. Just trust in him. And don't ever give up. But, you know, it doesn't matter what Satan will try to do. Because Satan is a liar. He will try to steal away from you what God wants you to receive. But don't allow him to. Don't allow him to. Because God has given you power over Satan. So you have to put Satan in his place. He has been defeated by God. And God has given you that power. to. Because, you know, the Bible says they became him by the blood of the Lamb and, their wor- and the word of their testimony. So by the blood of Jesus, you know... We've overcome Satan, so know that that God has given us that we've overcome we have overcome Satan, and we have received that power to put him in his place. God has put him under our feet, so you need to know this and to walk in it you need to know this and to understand and to believe and to live the way Jesus wants you to live, and do not be afraid don't live in fear don't live in fear don't be worried don't be. Be miserable, but don't be depressed, but trust the Lord, because God has made you an overcomer. He has made us an overcomers by His blood, but it's those that will you know you have to hold on to you have to accept it, you have to believe that God has made you an overcomer, and you have to fight the good fight of faith with every ounce of strength you have. You know the Lord wants you all to stay encouraged and not to be discouraged because I'm telling you, brothers, if you know what was coming. Something great and wonderful and amazing is about to happen. Look, there's going to be a change, a dramatic change, a dramatic transformation, a literal, physical transformation and change in the people, the true people of God. It's not going to be just, you know, it's not going to be the hypocrites, the lukewarm, or just the people, but it's those that have really given up everything to God. Because if you show God that you'll give Him everything, then God will give you so much more. That's how it goes. God will give you as much as you're willing to receive, because He wants to give you. But, but to show God you're willing to receive, you have to be willing to give Him so much. Our God is full of love. He's full of compassion, and He's full of mercy and power. But, you know, His time of mercy is um, things. Well, what's what's going to happen is, He's always merciful, but He's about to bring judgment, because you know there's time for judging. You no know, there's there's time you know there's time for everything he's merciful, he's a merciful God, but you know the time of the time of mercy that we have we we have right now, but very soon a new time will come, a time of judgment will come, so we have a time for mercy, but very soon a time of judgment is coming and i I beg you, please trust in the Lord and hold on to the lord so if let's say if something happens and you pass away, then you should even rejoice because. You're going to heaven in your glorified body. Look, for Christians, it's a win-win situation. For those that truly believe, no matter what happens, you're going to see the Lord. So if, if you stay here, um, if the Lord lets you be transformed to work, in the end, you'll, you'll still see him. If you go quicker, then you'll still see him because it just meant you just left for heaven quicker. So brothers and sisters, please, look, the Lord is about to do something so, so amazing. It's so going to be so wonderful, like so terrific. It's going to be spectacular like it's going to be better than anything you have ever imagined and it's going to be the holy spirit doing it and he's going to be doing it with with, with with his children those that truly love him so brothers and sisters prepare yourself because time is up now is the time that you're either ready to be used by god or not because god is about to use some people and and look he's going to he's, it's going to be a surprise he's going to use the people that people don't even expect because let's say big like let's say there's, let's say there could be um um big no well-known pastors or let's say very popular people and they're the ones that everyone expects let's say if, if there's going to be a transformation everyone's expecting that this person is going to be the one that has transformed but the sad thing is that people will be surprised because it's not going to be them it's going to be the people that have truly laid down everything for god and some of these people we don't even know them they live in the poorest places they live in the regions where where no one knows. There are people that are struggling, that are suffering to to even make ends meet, but they have they have been willing to give everything to God. God is going to use. Is, with God God doesn't see the way we see. To us, we think well, there's the well known, let's say people. Let's say it's going to be the well known, very popular, rich people, or let's say the well known pastors or something. It's going to be the people that God chooses. Okay. And for me, what I've, I've even the Lord showing me that that even with the well-known pastors, He's angry. He's very, very angry with with some of them. He's very unhappy, as He's showing me in dreams that so many of them have been turning away from, have been doing what is wrong. So a lot of people think a lot of people flock to so many churches with so many people, and they'll be surprised that with those churches they will receive judgment, and the places where there's very little people, like the places where you don't expect there to be a lot of people. Um, because the Bible says judgment begins in the house of the Lord and you know the Lord will hold accountable everything everything that we do. And as Christians, we have there's a certain standard because if you know the truth then you're supposed to live by the truth. If you're a hypocrite, if you're a lukewarm, you'll be spat out into the world and you will be also you'll also be thrown into the fire like those that are also cold. It's better to be look, it's better to just be hot for God and give him everything because there's not enough time left. Because God will use those that have been humbled and those that have those that are let's say, not that popular because to God it's not about being popular it's about your heart it's not about being well known to God it's not about having money No, to God it has nothing to do with what we humans think to God it's all about the heart so someone could be somewhere and he could he could be let to giving God everything and he could be struggling and he might not even let's say be a big pastor he might not even be a pastor at all he could just be someone that goes around evangelizing doing his best for God but when that time comes He's going to rise up. The glory of God will rise upon him. And people that are, let's say, the big pastors, that everyone expects, let's say, well, let's say to be, if God is going to bless someone, maybe it should be this pastor because he's doing so much for God. They'll be the ones that the Lord will reveal as displeasing to him or will throw into the fire or will be judged. Because a lot of these people that people follow, these big popular people, I have seen in dreams that the Lord has been upset with them, so many of them they're not preaching the truth they're deceiving god 's people they're making people it's like in other words, in other words, when you listen to these people, it's like you get left behind because they'll tell you lies they'll make you complacent they will not make you they will not help you get ready they't they won't, they will not even make you desperate for Jesus they' will just keep you comfortable and God doesn't want us to be comfortable. God wants us to be desperate for him if you're comfortable then satan's gonna is gonna just' is going to you're just gonna fall off of your feet and you're gonna Regret it. Don't be complacent. Do not be comfortable. Never be comfortable. Don't ever, in, with your Christian life, never be comfortable. I mean, be thankful and content for what God gives you, but always want more of God. Because Satan is always releasing more more demons and always more sin and no more like to, to go against God's people. But you have to learn to put Satan in his place because God has given you that power and that authority. Look, God will use those that are willing. As I've seen, that the Lord usually manifested His glory before, Him, for me to see, when I was obeying Him. Like when you're obedient, you see a lot of God's presence. So a lot of people are wondering; um, they want to see God's presence. I encourage you, be obedient and wait. Okay? Sometimes, um, you won't see it um from the beginning, okay? Sometimes it takes time, and it's different for everyone because for some people, sometimes the Lord might want them to get ble- more blessings because the Bible also says this. You know, that blessed are those that, you know, believe and yet have not seen. So, sometimes you haven't really seen the presence of God or felt anything, but you know, you believe with all your heart. The Bible says you are very blessed, okay? The Bible says you are blessed. So, I want to encourage all of you, because, you know, everyone has a different calling and a different gift. Everyone is different. For some people, because of their personality, they're very, very stubborn, or let's say for some people, it's... Um, it's different for everyone. For some people, God will choose to manifest and to present himself and, and to show them heaven. It's because people have different callings. Someone could be a prophet and the Lord could take them to heaven and give them messages to deliver. Someone could be an evangelist and they could be evangelizing, preaching God's word. And, and all they'll use God's word and God will give them dreams. Someone they can receive many visions. Someone they may not really receive so much but just a little. All of these people are special to God, and as long as you're doing what God has called them to do, they're fine. They'll be rewarded as God wants them to be rewarded, because everyone is different, and God will give you, let's say, according to what you ask for and according to His will. Because sometimes some people might want certain things, but God also works in His timing. So sometimes you might not experience certain things. And it doesn't mean God doesn't like you or he's not there. No, 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 it's there. But it's just that it's different because the Bible says you are blessed if you don't see any of you believe. So if you don't get visions or dreams or see into the Spirit or or hear into the Spirit or have that many gifts, if if you're spiritually not so awakened, okay, if you're not so good at if if you don't really experience that much that is spiritual, then don't be discouraged at all. Don't be. But rather, be encouraged, because the Bible says you are blessed. That's what the Bible calls you. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said that you are blessed, so it's not me. Jesus is saying that you are blessed. If you don't, if you don't have encounters, but yet still trust in Jesus. Because, as we, because you know, it's, like it's easier for someone to follow something they see. It's easier for someone to believe and to do everything that Jesus wants them to do. When they see Jesus, but how hard is it for someone to believe and to do everything, even when they've not even seen anything? So because God knows it's so hard for you, he gets so happy in your blessing. I tell you it is so great so if you if you haven't if you haven't had let's say that many spiritual experiences, but yet you still believe if you haven't had so many spiritual encounters but yet still believe, know that you are greatly blessed and know that your reward is so great because that's what God says because you know because you know, when you read the Bible it talks about how God will give everyone according to their ability. He gives all of us different capabilities and abilities, and your reward is you know, based on what we do. So we're all different. For some people, God will give them the ability to have many dreams and visions. For some people, they won't have that much ability, but they'll have another ability. That um, They'll have maybe an ability to be able to preach so perfectly and, and, and to be able to maybe release the anointing of God. People will have different gifts and abilities because we're a body. So you realize that maybe what you go through, other people don't go through it. You're, sometimes you realize that what you experience, not everybody experiences. It's not because God loves this person and doesn't love you. No, no, no. It's just because we're a body because that's how a body is. Like like when in a body, different parts do different things. So you realize that you can do something and someone else might not be able to do it. Or you realize that you you can't do something but someone else could do it. or So you'll realize that a lot. But when you do, don't feel bad. just know that it's that's just how a body's supposed to be. A body's not expected to be the same everywhere. It's like how would you feel if, let's say your body was just full of legs? Every part of you was just a leg In, instead of your head being there, a leg was there. Instead of your nose being there, a leg was there. instead of um your your hair, you had a leg. Instead of your chest, you had a leg. instead of let's say two arms, you had let's say three legs. Instead of, let's say, having a stomach, you have ten legs. How, how would you feel about that? You wouldn't be so, it doesn't look beautiful. It's not, you see, it's it's not what you would like. It's not what is so, perp, so beautiful and pleasing to the sight of God. So that's how it is. So you will realize that what you could do, others could do it or could not. You realize that there's a great spiritual diversity and a great spiritual um, variety out there. You realize people have different capabilities, different strengths, and different gifts. It's not to to make you feel bad or, 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 or not accepted by God. No, it's because we're all a body and we're all different. So what someone could do, you might not be able to do it. Like someone could have a lot of gifts, and you might have different gifts, not the same as him. But don't be discouraged. Just know that it's because we're a body. And because we're a body, God gives us different gifts. And we do different things. And each one of us is very important. We're all different, but everyone is very vital. every Christian is very very vital and very very important no matter how no matter how many gifts you have or no matter no, whether you, could, you, you, you have the gift to be able to um i don't know speak in tongues whatever gift you have or don't have or, or whether you're taken to heaven or not taken to heaven, whether you see heaven or not. Know that you're special and important because there's a reason why you have the gifts you have or or cannot do what you can't do because you're different because you're supposed to be that way because you're supposed to be a leg, and a leg won't have hair won't uh, let's say um a leg won't have eyes on it because a leg is not supposed to have eyes, so that's how it is. So you will have let's say a special gift or a special body like you be you represent a special body part and you realize you'll have what other people won't have. Or you realize that other people will have what you don't have. Don't feel bad about it. I mean, you, it, it's okay to want something that, let's say, that the Bible talks about that you don't have. And, you know, keep praying about on it and, you know, keep trusting the Lord and wait on the Lord. And in God's timing, he'll reward you. But don't be discouraged if, let's say, you can't really do what the other person does. Because just know that it's normal. It's like natural in the spiritual body. Because in a body, we're all different. And we all have different gifts we're not we're not all the same because we have different callings so just know that that's how god made it god didn't make all of us exactly the same he made us different so just know that that is how just god made it god made all of us different we'll have similar abilities or some people could have like almost the same thing but it's it don't think that you're supposed to be the same like somebody if someone has something don't think you're supposed to have the same thing Because you're not supposed to. Because God didn't make you like that. God made you unique. So if you're different, thank God because you're expressing God's true beauty in you. Because you have a unique beauty that God gave you. And God wants you to be exactly like that. So don't worry at all. Don't ever feel bad or be discouraged that you you can't do something someone else could do. Instead, ask God, God, what do you want me to do? And then do that special thing that God wants you to do. Because there's something that God wants you to do that other people cannot do, yes, there is, because that's what you were made for. You were made to do something special. you're made to touch the Lord in that I mean you're made to touch the Lord in that special way or to touch someone in that special way. You really are, so just don't feel bad if if you're different, just know that you're fulfilling God's purpose because for God's purpose for all of us is unique Like you're supposed to be different, you're not supposed to be the same. You're not. Supposed, that's God didn't make you the same as everyone. He made you different. So you realize that you have that people will do things that you, you want to do, but you can't do at that moment. It's not because it's just because that's how because you're different. You have different abilities. But if you can't do something too, it doesn't mean you should just give up on it. You should pray for it it's because the Bible says whatever thing it is that you know you want, you know. So don't be anxious for anything, but with 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 a petition of prayer and thanksgiving, present your request before God. So whatever it is that you want to be able to do, ask God and God will help you to do it. He's going to, He's going to help. He's going to enable you so that you could do it. Don't, um, um, don't be discouraged. Let's say if someone does something um, uh, that you can do and you want, to, you can ask God. If it's God's will, remember God will answer prayers according to His will. He will give you what you desire according to His will. So if it's his will for you to receive that. Yes, but just know that you by once but you have to know that you're not supposed to be exactly the same like someone else. You're supposed to be different. You're supposed to be unique. So if if you if you're different from someone then just know that I mean praise God hallelujah that's how it's supposed to be. You are supposed to be different from someone. You're not supposed to be the same. You're not supposed to be the same because God God loves to make things different. He loves to make everything special and loves to love you know he loves to you know have different parts of everything he loves to experience different things like us like you know, he made us in His image you know we don't like to experience the same thing over and over and over we like to experience different things and you know we, we got that from god god also likes to experience different things so he made because you know he made us different because he likes to spend time with us and to experience you know the different spirits that he put in us he loves that he made us all unique some people are naturally very very funny others are or maybe a little serious everyone is different but but you have to love everyone. I love everyone, and everyone is just wonderful in their own way. Um, we're just very different. And people, I love to write a lot, and people love to sing. You know, it's different for everyone because everyone has a different calling and a different and a different uh, anointing. Like David, David was was a singer. He sang a lot. But when you read the Bible, let's say Moses, I don't know if Moses was a singer, but I don't really remember the Bible really um, talking about even Moses or maybe. Isaiah as someone that would sing a lot or would like to sing a lot, but the Bible would, would teach you that Moses would be someone that God would use to do a lot of miracles, and he was a very good person, or Jeremiah was a prophet that would hear from God, and he would he would hear a lot of things from God, and you know, and Isaiah, there were prophets that would hear a lot of things from God, so everybody, you, as you you would see that people were very different, um, you know, everyone was was, was very different. In, in their own way. They they are different. So and everyone had had a role to play. And maybe not everything ev- not everything was maybe recorded in the Bible we have because the books we or the book we have in our Bible more happened than we probably have in our Bible recorded, but amazing things happened. And I want all of you to stay um encouraged. So brothers and sisters, remain obedient and faithful to the Lord. The Lord loves that so much because He's a father that wants to be loved and cherished and respected. And when you do that, wow, it pleases him so much. And you get to experience him. Because, I mean, one time I experienced the Lord smiling at me. It was like he smiled at me. And this was Father God smiling at me. And I experienced it once. I'm telling you, when Father God smiles, it's like everything like everything just changes. And, and I also experienced this after being obedient to the Lord. So I'm telling you this. So I'm sharing this with you to let you know that the Lord is close to those that love Him. Because, you know, God wants to be loved. He wants to be cherished. He wants to to be worshipped. Yes, our Lord wants to be loved. He wants to be worshipped. He wants to be adored. And He wants to be cherished by us. So when you're obedient to Him, it makes Him really happy. Because He sees that you're willingly, out of your own heart, doing what He wants. And, And when you seek the Lord, when you do anything that the Lord wants you to do, do it with a cheerful heart. Let's say when you know the Lord wants you to do something, um, let's say to pray with someone, to evangelize, or to to do anything at all. Do it with a, with a, with a cherished heart, like do it with 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 cheerfulness, like with with a cheerful heart. Don't do it with sadness and you know not really happy because the Lord sees that too, and the Lord would really be hurt. He he gets hurt too because his emotions are like like a million times greater than anything we could feel. His emotions are extremely beyond our imagination. God is very emotional. He 's very, very emotional, so because of that, when you do anything, do it with, with with love, as you're doing it to God. do it with joyfulness, be cheerful, be happy, do it to make God happy, like rejoice, you know God wants you to rejoice, because you know God created us. How would you think God felt if, let's say, something he created was always sad? You know He created us and he loved us, we're like children, and you know, as a mom. Or as a dad or as a parent or as a big brother, big sister, you, you feel very unhappy when, let's say, your little brother or your daughter or your son or your child is always sad and depressed. It hurts you. I mean, if you really have true love in you for that person, you will be really hurt that that person is always unhappy. And and so, you know, that's what the Bible says, you know, we should rejoice always because God loves to see his children happy, rejoicing and worshiping him. He just, you know, he 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 loves us and he wants to spend time with us and he wants us to be happy with him and he just wants to be with us. He loves us so much and he wants us to love him back. He just loves us so much. He's done so much for us and he wants us to recognize him and to see him because, you know, he's very emotional and he cares for us. And he wants us to care back for him. God wants us to care for him by, you know, doing everything. He wants you to if he asks you to pray, you pray. If he asks you to evangelize and worship him, you know. Sing to the Lord. You know, like the Lord gets really happy when you also sing to him. He loves to hear our voices. But yes, he gave us our voices and our voices were to worship him. You know, you know, if let's say you sing to someone, you know, like if you sing to anyone, they would be they would be happy. You know, if you sing to, well, at least, well, some people would be really happy. If you sing to people that you, and if you sing, let's say, how much, if you sing to them about how much you love them, they would get really happy. So that's how God feels. When you sing to him about how much you love him, he gets so happy. So I want you to sometimes think of what you do to people and how to get a good relationship with a person. Think of that and translate the same same thing into your relationship with God, except do it better. So think of what you do to make, let's say, your friend or your brother or sister or for those of you that are married, your wives or your husbands happy and translate that to God. You would you would care for them. You would you would say good things to them. You would you would encourage them. You would do things that you know they love and you would never do things that they hated. And that's the same way with God. Do things that God loves and never do things he hates. Because the thing is that let's say with the wrath or the anger of a friend or of a human you can survive. Even if even if they get angry and maybe do something really bad to you, at least they can't even harm your soul. But with the wrath of God, it's like you, you you can't. You can't stand the wrath of God. So it's better to make God happy. But don't make God happy because you're terrified of Him. Make Him happy because you love Him. You know, let the fear of God bring the love of God in you. Because the fear of God and the love of God, they go two and two. To and, they, they work in hand. With, they, they work together. The love of God, it's like the fear of God is like the fear of God is literally like it's like you love him so much you fear him that's the fear of God it's not like you're terrified of God no the fear of God is like it's like the love of God everything about God is his love God God is love so everything that God does is out of his love so the fear of God it's like the love of God some people may not understand this but what i mean by this is the fear of God is is is, is, is let's say is you know the fear of God is reverence is respect is obedience, is like is how much you venerate him, it's how much you um you look up to him and you're willing to be humble to serve him. So the fear of God is is not just doing this because well, you're terrified. No, you're doing this because you actually love him. Because the fear of God will bring into you love. Because when when you fear God, you love him. Because the fear of God is equivalent to love. Because when you fear God, okay, you will do everything right. His Holy Spirit will come into you. And when the Holy Spirit comes into you, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of love. When the spirit of love enters into your heart, you will love God so much. And, and, when, and when you fear God, you'll obey his commandment that say that love God, you know, with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your spirit, with all your strength, everything, you love God with it. And love your neighbor as yourself. So when you, a fear of God is in you, you'll obey all these commandments and the life of God will enter And when the life of God enters you, the love of God will enter you, you will love God. So, a lot of people don't love God because they don't The love of God is like the fear of God. When you fear God, you love him. Because when you experience the love of God, you fear him. And when you experience the fear of God, you love God. So, they work together. When you love God, you will fear him. And when you fear God, you will love him. And when you love him, you'll obey his commandments. When you fear God, you'll obey his commandments. So, they they go together. You know, the sum of the matter is fearing God and obeying all of his commandments. And obeying his commandments means you love him. Because to truly obey God's commandments, you really, really need to love Him. You need because you know, like when you serve God, it has to come from a place of love. It has to come from a place of love because love is very, very important to our Lord God Almighty. He is so great and He is so good. So I want you to all to all just be obedient to the Lord. We're going to pray for obedience. I want all of you to, I want to encourage all of you to be obedient to the Lord because um, that was how I experienced a manifestation of God. Sometimes it would be after, sometimes the Lord would ask me to, um, you know, to, to, let's say, preach to someone or preach to some people. And then when I would do this, after I would experience, he would manifest in front of me and I would see his presence. Sometimes I would, I would go up and I would look up and I would just see like his power, his love, his golden light beaming through the skies right into me and i knew that i I knew that it was it was god was happy while when god is happy it's like oh wow it's like it's like nothing matters the happiness of god it's I, i don't know if you guys have felt the happiness of god i mean the happiness of god you feel when god himself is happy with you or pleased with you it is such a satisfying feeling it is so wonderful like so let god be happy with you when God is happy with you, you will be so happy. I can't even I, I can't explain it to you. So let God be happy with you. It's like it's such a blessing to have, you know, the great God of all the universe being happy with you. It is such a blessing. So I want all of you to let Jesus be happy with you, let the Holy Spirit be happy with you. And and always do your do your best to to to, to be humble before me. because the Lord loves a humble heart because to be able to experience the manifestation of God you need humility. Because the Lord was helping me understand that. He let me know that it's like, to obey God, you need to be humble. Because if you're not humble, you'll disobey God. Like Satan, who was proud, disobeyed God and fell out of the heavens. To obey God, you need to be humble. When you're humble, you'll do what he wants. And when you do what he wants, he'll elevate you. And he will, you will get close to him. When you're humble, because you know, the Bible says he lifts up those that are humble. And he brings down the, pride, the, the proud. So when you're humble, you'll be elevated by God. And when you're elevated by God... You'll, when you get higher, you get closer to God. When you're elevated by God, you get closer to God, and you begin to see Him and experience Him in such wonderful ways. So let God elevate you. Let God change your spirit. I'm, I mean, I'm sharing this with you, not for me, but for God, because I want you to know how real God is, and that when you love Him and seek Him and follow Him and, and go, go to Him and just give Him your heart, you'll experience His, his wonders, his, his, amazing, his amazing presence. I'm telling you, like nothing on this earth compares. Compares at all? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can't compare anything that you felt on earth, not with any human being. Absolutely nothing on earth compares to what you feel when you're close to God. But pres- like like your spirit, because remember, you're a spirit being. You're not a flesh being. You're not a you're not a flesh. You're a spirit. A lot of people might think that they. A lot of people live as a fleshly being. So they 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 focus on they worship their physical body and do everything to make the physical body happy. But look, you are not a flesh. You're not a fleshly being. That's not who you are. A lot of people are deceived by that. Satan deceives people to me and think they're they're fleshly human beings and all they think of is just satisfying their flesh and thinking that after they live here it's gone, they're passing away. But I'm telling you and, and they're gone and that's it. They, they they go and some people believe that they are reincarnated into I don't know, if you live like karma, a lot of things, a lot of false doctrines. All these lies, please don't believe in them. The only truth is this, that you have to believe in Jesus Christ. Okay, He's the only way, the truth, and the life. And that when you believe in Him, even as Jesus overcame death and He was resurrected, if you believe in Jesus, then Jesus will also resurrect you too. So that's the only truth, that believe in Jesus. Because the Bible says, He's the only way, the truth, and the light. Believe in Him, and believe in Him wholeheartedly. Don't be a hypocrite like all those other Hypocrites that are out there that are lukewarm. Be true because God knows that are true. God doesn't want someone to just put a name tag on them as a Christian. No. He wants you to worship Him in your heart. True Christians will see God with their heart. It's not about what you do, what you show on the outside. It has nothing to do with that. It doesn't matter what people think of you because, look, this is what God told me. God told me that He showed me, like, it doesn't matter what people think of you because what matters to Him is what He thinks about you. Because no one can save you and and if you and the thing is you can't it's very hard to please man. it's like almost impossible to please man because man our flesh like the flesh is full of sin and is run by demons, okay, like when sin comes in and you don't repent and get the sins out, demons come and you're run by demons, okay, and demons can get into you so quickly, so easily like people don't understand how easy it is to have a demon take like enter a body. people think you need to commit like a huge great sin, like I don't know killing someone or keep repeating your sin, people have no idea. Now, I'm telling you, it is so easy to be possessed by a demon. Like, you get it within minutes. Like, it's so easy. It's not as hard as people think. People think it's... People think, like, people having demons is such... is so hard. But people don't know that so many of them are filled with demons. Like, it's... It's, it's, it's so easy to be filled with demons. That's what I have to be with God. It's so easy. Like, if people had any idea of how easy it is for a demon to enter as someone they they would really be very humble because a lot of people think that well maybe well maybe they might be very clean or or living a very good life no like i want like the bible teaches that we should all be always humble and always esteem ourselves low we shouldn't always we shouldn't look up to ourselves we shouldn't always think we're better but we should always look at other people better than us because the thing is it's because the thing is as long as we're in this earth we're always living in, because we're living in this sinful world and we're living in our flesh. And our flesh is corruptible. So we're still fighting sin every day. We're still making mistakes, sinning and trying to fight sin every day. Because no matter how holy you are, you're still nowhere near the holiness that God really wants you to be. No matter how clean you are, you're still nowhere near anywhere near true like God's holiness. It's like you, you still have a long way to go. That's, and that's for all of us. We need to We, we all of us need to learn to understand that there's a lot of work to do to become what God wants it to be, and it's not just done in one day and if, even if you get there don't be don't be satisfied or don't think that you've done enough, and then you could rest, still be humble and don't be complacent and still keep fighting like like you're a baby who has nothing who has not grown at all and is still trying to become a, a teenager or a toddler or even an adult, so keep fighting, keep fighting good fight of faith with persistence, be persistent because persistence will give you strength. There's so much strength that persistence gives us. It's so amazing. So persistence is a blessing. So sometimes if you try something and it doesn't work out the first time, it, it could also be a blessing. It could give you so much stamina and so much strength and so much persistence. Persistence, it's very, very, very important that you persist. Because through that, you get, um, it's like you get strengthened and it's like you keep fighting, you don't easily give up. It makes you a stronger person at heart and it makes you a stronger person at spirit. It gives you a very strong heart. And it it lets you it lets you, you know, understand that sometimes to receive things you have to keep fighting, fighting and and, and, it, and it helps you to really pursue God. So see God with all that you have and all that you are and be persistent. Never give up on God's word. Never give up on anything that God has for you. Just keep fighting till the very end. And do your best for God. Don't don't ever, ever think of becoming lukewarm. And always be obedient to God. Because that is that one way that the Lord has shown me that will allow someone to really get close to His presence. Or will allow someone to experience the great presence of God. Or will allow someone to have great revelations or good encounters from the Lord is when you obey Him. If God tells you to do something, you do it. After you do it, that is when you would that that is when you would experience this manifestation. That's I mean that's what the Lord let me encounter, as I shared earlier. As he would ask me to evangelize after I would do what he wanted me to do. That was when I experienced his great glory coming to me. And sometimes I would, I would speak to many people, and or sometimes it would just be one person or a few people, but I would try my best to fight to please him, and I would try to speak to as much as he would lead me to. I would try, and then. You know, after, he would let me know that he was really happy and he would manifest. I would see him. Like, I would hear him and I would see him. Like, the Holy Spirit, how I saw him, how he looked that day. He was like a giant, a very, very giant, um, a gigantic white bird. He looked like a white dove. At the same time, at first when I saw him, I thought it was an, like an, a white eagle, but it was actually a white dove. Because I saw the head and the beak, and so I knew that it was a dove. Because, cause, yeah, I Because like I used to... Like study animals, and so when 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 he showed me, he let me know that he was um, he was he, he came to me in the form of of, of 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 a dove. So I'm really thankful for that because he knew how much I loved animals. Because so the Lord knows that when he appears to me, I, I get really excited when he appears to me as an animal because I love when I see <laughs> I see his wonderful the one his wonderful animals he creates. And I saw and I saw him. He came to me as the most beautiful bird I have ever seen in my entire life. And he was the most beautiful bird. And I was so happy. And not just that, he was talking to me in his bird form. He, I saw him opening his beak and closing. Like I saw him like talking to him and I, I knew he spoke to me with his beak. Like he spoke to me as a bird with the most beautiful voice. And it was the most amazing thing he told me. And I was just so thankful. So the Lord gets really happy and he appreciates. Like the Lord, I knew that was really appreciating what he let me do for him. So... When you do anything for God, it doesn't go to waste. The Lord appreciates what you do for Him. Yes, brothers and sisters, obedience is the key. Make sure that you always do all you can to always obey the Lord and just do what He says. And do it from your heart. Do it with love. Do your all you can to please Him and to trust in Him and to be led by Him and to follow His His steps and all the statutes that you know He gives you to follow. And so, I mean, that's one way that I, I want to talk about that you could really experience a manifestation of God's presence through obedience. Because when I would obey Him, that's when all these things would happen, and you know, it was just from Him, and it was just by His grace and His mercy that He let me experience these things. It's, it's not has it doesn't really have. It doesn't have anything to do with me. It's just because God just decided to to show me these things out of His mercy and His grace, and I give Him all the glory. So I want to share this with you to you know that God could do the same and even more for you. But you have to seek his presence and you have to be obedient because that was how he taught me. I could experience more of him is when I would be obedient. So obedience is very, 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 very important. Don't don't take it for granted. Obey everything, everything absolutely everything that God wants you to do. Don't do just a little bit. Don't do, well, part and you know, obey God completely because there's a great re- reward like, you're rewarded according to, you know, to your level of obedience. If you obey God, a lot. You get a lot of rewards. If you obey Him just a little bit, um, you'll probably get some rewards. But, you know, yours will not compare to someone that obeys and gives Him so much. It's like um, crowns with jewels. Someone that works very hard would have, let's say, a garment or a crown that would, would be very big with a lot of jewels on them. And someone else that would, let's say, just work not so hard and... Well, just work a little bit. It would also get something, but it would have just a little bit of, um. not as much. You, you won't be able to compare both of them because the person who works more will get more. Um, Obviously, because, you know, God rewards us according to, you know, what we do and how much of your heart you give to him and, you know, how much you, you, you're, you're, you're willing. You know, it's just by his grace and his mercy. But, you know, for, let's say, the rewards I will get in heaven, like, let's say, our mansions, our houses, or let's say your garment, how it looks. It depends on your work, or the glory of God that rests upon you. It depends on how much of your heart and your it's like. It may have to do with your relationship, your relationship you you have with God, how much you pray, how much you fast, um, how close you are to Him, um, how obedient you are. That that's that's what it's about. So just seek God, do all you can to please Him, and just know that great things are about to happen. Because recently I had a dream, and in this dream I saw that the sky was filled with um, green lights, like green stars like green lights like that and i just knew that the lord was just showing me was confirming that supernatural things will happen because having let's see a sky filled with like green lights or green stars is not normal it's something that is very normal it's, it's, it's very it's something that is not sorry normal it's very abnormal but it was showing me that he's going to come in and he's going to show the world his glory and his power through supernatural events because the sky um was a regular sky but there were like these green lights i was seeing and i knew that it was his the supernatural power that would be manifesting in the earth in this day—supernatural, great and mighty, wonderful—supernatural things will be happening, will be occurring in this time. That will defy the natural laws of, of 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 physics or the natural laws that people have studied in school. God will just—he's going to break boundaries. He's going to do things that we haven't expected. There are going to be great, miraculous, amazing things that will bring so many souls to Him. Some people will believe. And our Lord for the great and mighty things that he's going to do. But also there's going to be some people that will, let's say, not agree with the will of God. That will be against the will of God. They would be, let's say, very disobedient and and go against God. And um, in this other dream that I had, I saw there were people that were like, um, I think they they, they were probably Muslim in the dream there were like these Muslims, there were these people that were um you could say against um I think against me because I was Christian, I believed in the Lord, something like that. Around that time, I'm not sure if it was ISIS, but it was they were against me or they were they were trying to come against me. And in the in the dream, around that time it was like I had a supernatural capability. I could um I could shoot things from my hand. I could like shoot um okay, I, I had the ability to command um how <laughs> to okay, the lord had given me had blessed me the ability to be able to move the elements. So in the dream I I was like moving like elements, something like that. And I was using it against them. I was like um the lord was literally manifesting elements through me. He was the Lord is manifesting His superpower. He, his, his 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 power that was manifesting like physically, it was like He was manifesting elements, and and the elements were just um were were motioned it was like as I motioned my my hand and moved my hand in a certain way, a certain element would 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 come out of my hand and would would like shoot at the Muslim person. I think it was probably ISIS or, but the Muslim person that was coming against me in that time. So basically I'm just sharing this things to let you know that the Lord will bless us with supernatural power. And yes, yeah, so in this dream I was given supernatural capability to be able to defend myself by um by let's say the Lord allowed me to control some of the elements and I'm and I'm just sharing this to let you know that the Lord will in the time that's come, the Lord will give us great supernatural capability and in that time though some people will probably be against us, will be against God's people and and if they, even if they try to come against us, God is not going to leave us defenseless. He's going to protect us. He's going to make us strong. Like um, in the Bible, like in the time of the two witnesses, as we as we read the Bible, the two witnesses, like the two witnesses, their capability to be able to move or control. Um, let's say they could they could move the elements, like they could make make earthquakes and things happen, like natural disaster things that happen at will. Yeah, in this dream or so something similar. Yes, so as as we read the Bible, yeah, yes. Yeah, so as it says here in Revelation chapter eleven, from verse six, um, they have authority to shut up the sky so that there will be no rain during the time they proclaim God's message. They have authority also over the springs of water to turn them into blood. They have authority also to strike the earth with every kind of plague. As often as they wish, so I'm just sharing this um, this with you to just let you know that the capability, the ability that the Lord had given the two witnesses, um, that um, yeah, so that's when Scripture and Revelations that talk about how it is true that well, when and it's when a certain times comes, God will give. He, well, these are the two witnesses, the two witnesses. God's going to give them this this ability to do what they did. But also too when you read um the book of Isaiah, chapter um chapter sixty uh verse eight. Oh yeah, this is what I, I, I learned from another minister that showed me this. Um he, he let, I, I I he showed me this in, in the scripture as it says Who are these who fly like a cloud and like doves to their roost? So in other words it's also saying that there's gonna be in a certain time certain people will be given um, um, the ability to fly. So, In other words, I'm just showing you that in, through scripture, that it is true and it is biblical, that there will be a time when God will give um, let's say certain people supernatural capabilities to be able to do supernatural things. Um, as I just spoke of, the two witnesses will have theirs and, and the time when they're, when is their time to prophesy they will be there and they will be um, doing their work, and they'll have, they'll be able to do supernatural things too, and there'll also be these people too who, who would be flying. So there's going to be like different people that God will give supernatural capability to in the times that are coming. For some people, it's going to be probably in the time of the tribulation. Uh, for some people, it could be before the tribul- before the tribulation. It even says here that. Then you shall see and and become radiant, meaning you'll begin to glow, and as the Lord showed me that those that seek the Lord they will begin to shine brightly with a light, with a with a huge light, with a great light. And this is not just um spiritual terms, but this is also physical terms that this is going to be physically happening, because people will see people flying, and they'll, they'll say, "Well, where are these people flying?" So these are scriptures just to show you that the Bible does testify. To that that there will come a time when people will be given supernatural capability, such are the two witnesses, they'll be given supernatural capability, and also these people that are seen here, as it says, arise and shine for you know your light has come. so the time will come where um, the glory of God will rise on a certain people, okay, so even when the, there's darkness covering everywhere, God's light will rise upon them, and they'll be doing great miracles, great signs and great wonders for for, for God. So the dream that I had that I'm sharing with you, I'm just I I'm just giving these scriptures to confirm um, the dream I had that the Lord had given me. Like because uh, um, in the dream I had supernatural capability to be able to maneuver or move elements, like to move a certain element, and I I, I was using this element against this um, person. I'm not sure if they were ISIS or what, but it was a Muslim from what I can remember, and they were coming against. They were they were coming against me. I'm not sure what they were, but they were out to like to try to destroy and to um to kill to kill to kill uh, to take me out to kill me in that dream. But the Lord did not leave me defenseless. So the Lord is showing us in that time that's coming, um, He's not going to leave His people defenseless. Those that truly seek Him, they'll be given supernatural capabilities to be able to um not just to, let's say defend themselves, but also to God will use them to show His signs and wonders in the earth. But also against those that will try to come against them, they'll also have supernatural capability. Like how, uh, and I just used the example with the two witnesses. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I was like them or the two witnesses or anything. I was just using that the two witnesses as an example of what I saw. So the two witnesses has tears, and and in this dream I was shown that that is going to happen. So. Brothers and sisters, I want you to keep seeking the Lord because there will be a great change and a great transformation that will happen. People will be changed and people will be given great supernatural ability that to do things that they haven't done before. Some to fly, some to go through things, some to do, do diverse things. And the Bible testifies of it as some pe- people will be able to do that. Like, as we saw, the two witnesses did that. And also these, also these people in the in the book of Isaiah, as Isaiah talks about, they um, they also had supernatural capability to be able to do things. They were able to fly. They were radiant. They were they were shining. Light was coming out of them, and they were flying because it says, "Who are those who fly?" It used the word who, who re- referring to a person. This is Isaiah chapter sixty, verse eight. Who are those who fly like a cloud and like doves at their roost? so people will literally be flying like like clouds they'll be flying floating in the air like clouds so people will be given supernatural power so this is what the bible is saying people will be given great supernatural capability not for their own self but to glorify god to bring glory to god and god will use them to show to show the world that all power and all glory belongs to him, and that he is God, That has He is a, he's the one that has to be served, and he's the only one. So this is going to happen very, very soon, brothers and sisters, as Lord has been confirming to me, as his, as his, the outpouring is occurring, it's going to gradually happen, and so it's going to reach a, a, a certain magnitude or a certain level, where it's going to be so great, where people will literally be changed, people will be radiating, glowing, this radiation that will be emitting from people will be the light of God, it's going to be a physical Radiation of physical light that would be coming out of the people of God, and is going to be illuminating the darkness. And God is going to use that light He's put in people to touch other people, to help other people come back to Him. And people will be giving supernatural capabilities. You know, like how it says that you know the, the, the two witnesses were, like people will be giving like them, like other people. So it's things like this are going to happen. So keep preparing and keep making yourself ready. And keep doing all you can to trust God. Yes, and also in another dream I had, um I saw helicopters and the the sky was filled with them, like helicopters with choppers with it was like the sky was filled with with, with the navy, with, with um with like all the soldiers. I saw so many different soldiers. Um I saw um the soldiers were in these aircraft. I'm not sure what they're called, but there were these aircraft. There were like these choppers, these helicopters, these um like Air Force um um vehicles, these these vehicles to, to to fly. And there were so many of them, different sizes, different shapes. They were all in the air and they were all in the sky. And I saw them in the sky around the time I saw the the manifestation of, of, of God's presence in that green light and I saw that so um this is this is what I deduced from that that dream I had because I just saw them in the sky there were so many of them and I and this is what came into me that people are going to be searched like never before people are going to be um, under a lot of um, let's see. they're going to be watched there's going to be the cops There's going to be the police there's going to be soldiers, there's going to be so many, um, um, I don't know, um, police that would be keeping an eye on people, that would be, people will not be free to do what they want, and there was a lot of them filled up in the sky, I saw them, they're all in the air, so even the air is going to be filled with these soldiers and these cops, and they're going to be everywhere just watching and scanning for God's people, they're going to be watching for God's people and and they're going to be watching things because you know they're 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 going to be asked to, because you know the government is against christianity so they're going to be watching out um i believe they're going to be watching out to, because they're going to be martial law and they're going to be watching out to try to spread to stop the spread of christianity because i know the government's against you know the word of god and it's against jesus so there's going to be a lot of evil things happening but i know that god will be there with his people and he's going to bless his people and you're gonna give them great supernatural power, like the two witnesses. I mean I'm not in any way at all saying I'm one of the two witnesses. I'm not saying I'm I'm one of the two witnesses. I'm just saying that in a dream I was given supernatural I was given supernatural powers. And a scripture that I could use to confirm that was like how God had given supernatural powers to the two witnesses and also to the other people. In the book of Isaiah who are who are flying and moving? But please understand this. I am not in. i want people to understand it clearly. That I am not in any way saying that that I'm one of the two. And I'm just, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that I'm just using that as a scripture because I know that sometimes people could misunderstand things. I'm just using that scripture as um as 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 an explanation to confirm the dream that I had that some people will be given supernatural cap. I mean supernatural abilities to be able to work with the elements and and there's it talks about it in the revelations and also talks about it in Isaiah as as I as as from what the Lord showed me that the bride that truly loves God and truly seeks God and is truly spotless and clean. Before we go home there'll be a time where they will be changed and they will be given great supernatural power. So the two witnesses will be given supernatural power like that too and also from from what from what I know there's gonna be a certain remnant, certain people the true, the the um, the, the people that truly serve God and, and give them all their heart, the bride that truly seeks God with everything, they will be given great supernatural power. Oh, it's going to be something similar to, um, a, a, like they're going to be able to even work and move, supernaturally and fly and do things supernatural, things like that, like what the two witnesses could do, like supernatural, things like that. So the scripture that I'm just using to explain and to re- relate to the dream I had, but I just want everyone to understand that I am not saying that I'm one of the two witnesses. Please understand that, because sometimes people could misunderstand what I mean, but I was just using that as an explanation so that they, um, so they know, so they know that it's also biblical. Because the Bible talks about two witnesses having that, having that capability to be able to do things too. And also other people, as we see here, people who are flying like a cloud and who are like like birds and they're glowing. These people, that will also be moving supernaturally. Yes, yeah, so a lot of wonderful things will be happening. Yes, yeah, so the Tuners will be also given their power in the tribulation, but there's going to be other people, from my knowledge, that will be given also great supernatural capability before the rapture to do supernatural things. Yeah, so it's not just the two witnesses. Two witnesses will be given theirs during the tribulation, and also other people too will be given supernatural capabilities too. That will be something like the two witnesses, but it doesn't mean they're the two witnesses. It just means they're a different person who'll be given, you know, some supernatural capabilities. Yes, so um, that's what I just wanted to explain because I didn't want anyone to think that I was saying in any way that I was one of the two witnesses. I was just using that scripture as an explanation as I saw in my dream. Yes. So I'm also going to continue. Um, I would also like to share another dream I had. Um, then this time we have to be really, really arm ourselves up with the Word of God and with the Spirit of God. And, and, you know, to be always ready for, you know, for spiritual warfare. And to know that we're living in a really dark time and a really dark age where it's like the government that we're with doesn't really care about us. It's like they don't really care. They don't really um um they're not so concerned because in this dream okay this was what was going on i saw these like spacecraft these um they look like um these demon spaceships there are these spaceships okay and i knew that there were demons in them there are demons in the spaceships um demons in the spacecraft um i saw one i saw it so like it was orange and it had like an oval shape and but but it was an oval but it had it was like the the longest side of the oval was vertical so it was like it was flipped over. It was like orange, very bright, and it was it was it was a spacecraft. And I knew that there were demons inside the spacecraft. And I and this spacecraft it was it came like into like the suburban area, like like where the, the urban area, and it came into the city where people lived. And it came there at night, at night when you would think everyone was sleeping. It came at night, and at night it came very close to one of the houses or one of the towers or the buildings or the. Or the um the, the condos the condominiums I, I I saw, and they had this light like this blue this light I forgot I'm not sure if I forgot the color but it was scanning the homes and it was scanning for people, and when I saw this I knew that demon demon um the demons they had arrived they they came in the spaceships, I didn't see just one I from what I remember I I remember at least two of them but there were probably more but I I could clearly remember two of them I can remember their shapes. One of them had like um like had like this shape of almost like a very short barrel like they had different shapes this this the spacecraft and I, and, and I, when I looked at them, I could tell they were from space, and I knew demons were in them, and the demons were up to something they were like scanning for people they had this light like they were they would they had this technology and they would scan into the house and they would be looking through the house and they would be scanning for people they were like scanning into the the the, the apartment complex and they were scanning to like the condominium and they were like scanning for people and i, I don't know what they were doing but they were looking for people and i knew that they were looking for people and when they, when i saw them i instantly knew that what i needed to fight against them was with the name of the word and the blood of jesus so i was ready and i was armed and i was praying 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 i was ready i was speaking in tongues i was ready to go at them in prayer but they, i didn't even come near me but they were like looking at another person, they were in another person's house, and the, the, I mean, their spacecraft was really big. But they were scanning into the other person's house, and they were. I think it was at, it was it was like late night when I think everyone was sleeping. When there was no one in the street, I was just the only one walking in the street at that time in the dream. And these and they came and at deep at night when people are sleeping, these demons come to Earth with their spaceships or their spacecrafts the, the demons. Some people call them aliens, but they're just demons, and and and, and they they come down and there's spacecraft, and one of them went to the other side. I think he went to a place which looked like um which I thought looked foresty, like it had a lot of plants and trees. I'm not sure if he was also if they were trying to. I'm not sure exactly what they were doing. I'm not sure if they were trying to abduct animals or. I'm not sure what they were doing, but one of them went. Like, they went to two sides. One of them went into the city where there were people. The other one was going to the other side. And I think he was going where there was probably trees and forest. Maybe he was, maybe that one was experimenting with the animals, I think so. Maybe the animals. And the other one was trying to experiment with the humans. But either way, with the spaceships, they were scanning the, the apartment complex. I knew they had such high-tech te- high technology. And I knew that they could easily go into people's homes. Like, I knew that these demon aliens... Um, the demons—they can easily go into someone's house with so much ease. They could go into their house and they could—I don't know—take, do whatever they wanted to do with them, with so much ease. Because in the dream, I, I knew that it was so real, and I was so—I looked and I was like—I was so unhappy and so upset that there were demons in in the neighborhood, in spaceships, and I was very concerned. And then I— and, and in the dream—there's a the feeling of thought that I had that. The government knew about it, but they didn't really care, and they, like, allowed them to do what they wanted, because the government actually, I believe that the government is actually with these demon aliens, is with them, as I've heard from other people that are, other people of God, that these demons are, they're, they're, they're working with the government, so, in this dream, I knew that they, is like, they had, I don't know, it looked like they had freedom to do things on on earth because they were just there and there's like nothing stopped them and they were just there and I felt like I was unhappy but I felt like in, in my spirit in the dream that the government was okay with that like they knew about it but they weren't stopping it but I'm telling you demon aliens are real and they're they're demons and they have they're so advanced in their technology because I saw this craft that was so huge it was so big but yet it was just like standing in one place it wasn't even moving but it was still there it was like it was just hovering. It was wasn't really hovering necessarily. It was standing still, and it was. It was like the size of a huge like like skyscraper. It was like almost like half of a skyscraper building. It was like, but it was thin and it was big, and but it was standing, and it was standing like in mid air. It was standing in the air. It was standing still, but it was not falling down either. And it was just in mid air, and I was I was like wow like. You know these demons are really advanced with technology. So because you know they used to be angels and they fell as demons, so they have a lot of. Um, they're very advanced with technology and making stuff. They know a lot of things, because you know in heaven there's there's a lot of knowledge that they once had as angels, and when they came down, apparently they still had that. That's why they're able to build such advanced technology that we haven't even been able to, that humans haven't been been able to reach yet. But basically, I could see that they were doing things. I'm not sure what they were doing, but in my spirit, I felt like they could easily abduct people because they they had something and they were reaching into one of the. It was like a, a condominium, but it was like a skyscraper, and they had reached into one of the glass windows and they were, and and they had access. I knew they had easy access into that house, and whoever was there was not safe because they could easily attack them. They could easily. Um, do whatever they wanted to do. They could easily uh, abduct them if they wanted to abduct them or take them away because for them, it was so easy. So in the dream, I'll show that like for demon aliens to come on Earth and to do whatever thing it is they do, they could easily do it with, they, they could easily come here and do that. So there are demon aliens in spacecraft and more and more of them will, will, as as the end is drawing near, a lot of things will be revealed. So, but I want you to know that whenever, if you ever have an encounter with one of these demons, use the name of Jesus, because at that name they have to bow, because they're demons, and they will fall. Because when you mention the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter whether it's a human, no matter who comes against you, Jesus is more than powerful to save you. I've heard so many testimonies of people who who were Christian, and they had people come against them, because they were Christian, uh, who were believing in Jesus Christ, and Jesus just they mentioned that they accepted Jesus and Jesus came and delivered them and Jesus took care of the other person that was against them. Let's say if let's say the person was a Muslim, because I read the Testament where this person was probably um um a Muslim and this person this was trying to kill this other person and it wasn't Jesus's will for the Christian to die. So um so the Muslim that was trying to kill that Christian, Jesus came and Jesus delivered that Christian. And something really bad happened to them to the other person, the other Muslim that wasn't believing and that was trying to go against. So I mean, I wish that everyone everyone should be saved. So that's why I encourage you to do all you can to to, to 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 pray and to reach out to all all of your brothers and sisters out there and also to reach out to those that don't know the Lord and also pray that the Lord will save also, you know, the people that are that are Muslim, that don't believe. Or they're, they're Islam that don't really believe, you know, don't believe in Jesus because most of them are, you know, giving up their lives. They're going things, they're committing suicide bombing. They're going into wars, you know. They're trying to kill people, and then somehow sometimes they also get killed too. Sometimes, and the, the sad thing is that Christians, if they if they get if they die, they're you know they're going to heaven. But the very sad thing is that for the Muslims, they will go to hell because they don't believe in Jesus because Jesus is the only way. So uh, sometimes it really hurts when I see how. Sometimes they try to go against um the Lord they try to go against God, and they don 't humble themselves and and they go against the truth and they keep saying and doing evil, and some of them die and it's like and they pass away, and then when that happens, you know Jesus' is the only way, so it's like you know you have to make sure you believe in Jesus because Jesus is the only way so also pray pray for 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 all people. Seek the Lord on the behalf of your of your brothers and sisters. Pray that all those in other false religions, whether it be Buddhism or anything, that they would be saved and that God would touch them, because great things are about to happen. And also, too, know that the Lord, you know, we're a body of Christ, so we're a body, and the Lord wants us to work together. We work together. We're not alone. We're not one single person. We're 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 a body. So the Lord would also want us to work together. Because I've had dreams where the Lord showed me that I was working with people or people helped me or I helped people. It's like we all help each other. So I I encourage you all to stay in love and stay in unity and to help all your brothers and sisters. Work together, help them, encourage them. Don't when you see your brother struggling or falling, don't rejoice in his pain. But also um, you know, feel bad for him mourn with him and help him to become stronger. And and you know, just do your best to help all your brothers and sisters and keep seeking the Lord and keep praying, fasting diligently because we're in a time that that has never happened before and things are about to happen that we've never experienced before. So this is the time to just keep praying, keep trusting the Lord and know that the coming of the Lord is near and just do all you can to love everyone um, and be careful of of, of, of of sin. Make sure that you always repent from all all fear of the world, fear of of sin, and demons, and to make sure that you're always reject all pride. You're always humble. You're never jealous or or envious. You don't you 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 don't always desire what someone else has. You but you're thankful for whatever God gives you. You have to be very thankful for that because then it's going to bring in sin, and then you're going to go into the world, and it's very bad when that happens. So do all you can to trust the Lord, to love the Lord, to be holy, to be humble, and to live a life that is pleasing to Him. Because, you know, there's a plan that the Lord has for us, and we have to do all that we can to, you know, to walk in that plan, to walk in the will that God has for us. We have to let God's purpose concerning all of our lives to be perfectly fulfilled. We have to seek Him day and night, very, very diligently, without stopping. Yeah, so, I'm, so first of all, I want us to, to, to pray and to ask the Lord to help us all to become very obedient and to trust in Him and to always do what He wants us to do. But let's pray for a heart that will surrender and give in to everything the Lord wants us to give in to. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we humbly come before you, Father. I pray to forgive all of us of all of our sins, Father. Touch your heart to make us obedient, make us humble and pleasing to you in all that we do. Everywhere we go, let your will be done in us, Father. Bless us, Oh God. Strengthen us, O God. Fill us with your spirit, O God. Deliver us from all evil, Father. Renew us, renew us, renew us. Oh Father God, help us, heal us, strengthen us. Let us not fall. Let us not be weak. Let us not stumble. Oh Father God, pour out more and more of your spirit. Pour out more and more strength upon us, Oh God. Deliver us from all evil, deliver us from all darkness, deliver us from all that we want us to be delivered of. O Father, if there's any way that we have fallen, bring us up again. O Lord, I pray that you'd make us humble and obedient to you, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Father God, I pray that whatever Satan is planning against any one of us, Father God, deliver us, Father God. Make us obedient, O Lord, make us obedient, God, make us obedient, Jesus, make us obedient. Before you remove all sin, remove all rebellion, Father God, deliver us all from our rebellion. Help us to be responsible, help us to be willing to work, help us to be willing to sacrifice everything for you. Help us to, to be willing to follow the plan that you have for us in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you give us more strength, O Lord. Father, I pray that you'd bring revival, you'd bring healing and restoration into the places that are needed. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh Father God, I pray that you'd humble us, you'd renew our hearts and minds and our spirits. In Jesus' mighty name, oh Father God, help us to become more and more of what you want us to be. Cleanse us, cleanse us, wash us with your blood, oh Lord. Strengthen us, strengthen us in Jesus' name. Fill us, fill us with your Spirit, oh Lord. Fill us, fill us up. Oh, fill us up with your holy fire. Fill us up with your Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God, I pray that you would lead us. I pray that you'd use us. You would use us. You would guide us. And God, you'd please make us please to you, Father God, let us not sin, let us not be rebellious, let us not be disobedient, but let us be humble, oh Father, let us be humble, let us always do your will, let us always Father, follow in the footsteps that you want us to follow, Father. Oh, take away every sinful heart, every sinful spirit that is within us. Oh, Father, remove it, remove it, remove it, remove it in Jesus' name. Oh, wash it all out with your blood in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, pour out your spirit into us. Pour out your anointing. Fill us, fill us, God, with your fire, oh God. Renew us in Jesus' name. Oh, God, I pray that you bless us, oh Lord. I pray that you bless us, oh Lord. I pray that you bless us, oh Lord. Lord, bless us and strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Bless us and strengthen us in the name of Jesus. God, help us in every way that we need to be helped. Oh, Lord, renew all of us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray Thanksgiving. Amen. Yes, and also, brothers and sisters, as the time is getting closer and closer, so many people still need the Lord in so many ways, especially their family members. And if you're born into a family, the Lord, whatever family it is, the Lord also wants you to spiritually be there to help them, to take care of them, to do all you can to help your family to be saved and to be ready and if you know the Lord the Lord wants you to be like a light for your family he wants you to do your best to lead every single person in your family to the Lord and to pray for them non-stop to never stop because you know Satan's will to get as many souls as possible every person and especially for those that are Christians he will attack them or try to use their families to attack them or try to attack their family but either way whatever means that Satan will try to use God is greater and he's able to easily overcome whatever Satan is planning. But as Christians, we need to do our best. We need to also play a part. Do all you can to always pray and seek. You know, um, seek the Lord on the behalf of your family. Pray for your family. Fast for your family. You know, you know. Pray for also your friends and people that you don't know. You you also don't know. But you also have to do your best to help your family because Lord also put you in your family to help them. He wants you to help your family, and he also wants you to help other other people too that you don't even know, like your friends and or people that you're not even connected to by blood. And also people too in your family. But right now I want us to to pray for family members because our family members, um for those of you that are family members that are not saved, I want you to also pray pray for them. I want you to also, you know, ask God to touch them. To touch your family members All of them We're going to pray for families And then after we're going to pray For our friends and people That we don't even know So right now I want all of you To just come at your family members That you know The people that you know That are close to you That are related to you I want you to pray That the Lord will touch them And the Lord will minister And the Lord will do something great In their lives And will make them ready For, for you know the coming of the Lord And that whatever Satan has planned against your family members Would be broken And would be destroyed In Jesus name so Father God, in the name of Jesus, we humbly come before you. Father, forgive us of all of our sins. Cover us with the arm of God. Father, we commit all of our family members into your hands. Father God, bless and protect our families, oh Lord. Save and deliver our family from all the works of Satan. Father God, whatever the enemy is planning against any one of our family members, oh Lord, you're a great and mighty living God. I pray to you to break and that you destroy them all in Jesus' name. Oh God, bless and keep our family members safe in Jesus' name. Oh God, fill our family members with your Holy Spirit. Father God, commit every single one of our family members, our parents, Father God, if there's our step parents, our brothers, our brothers, our sisters, our step sisters, our step brothers, our cousins, our nephews, our uncles, our grandparents, Father. Oh, we commit them all into your hands in the name of Jesus God. Break and destroy the works of Satan. Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you destroy the works of Satan against all of our family members. Father God, whether it be the spirit of, of death that Satan is trying to bring, or the spirit of of, of, of of pride or worthiness or arrogance or sexual morality, whatever Satan is planned for our families, we break it in the name of Jesus. Father God, destroy the works of Satan against our families. Save our families. Touch them. Oh, Father God, let them see you in heaven. Let them all make it to heaven in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, become in all of our family members. Father God coming over our family members into your hands, O oh Lord Jesus, save them, touch them, oh God, bless our family members, oh God, make them ready for a coming, O oh Father God, all those Father God that that you you connected us to by blood, oh Lord Jesus, or by family ties, deliver them, break the works of Satan, protect our family members, every single one of our family members. Father God, protect them. Oh Father God, save them from their sins and touch them, save them, let them become ready for your coming, let them be made ready. Oh Holy Spirit, save them, save our family members. Fill them moment with your Holy Spirit in Jesus name. God, destroy whatever Satan has planned against our family members. Whatever Satan has taken away, Father, bring it back. Pour all your blessings, oh Father God, pour your blessings and your great revival and great restoration upon our family members in Jesus name. Bless our family. members. Bless them, remove all sin and all darkness and all evil out of our family members. Protect them, save them, deliver them. Oh God, I pray that you destroy the works of Satan against all of our family members right now. Break the works of Satan, destroy the works of Satan. Oh God, destroy them, destroy them, destroy them, destroy them, destroy them. Oh Father God, destroy the works of Satan again in our family in our families. Destroy them all and pour out your spirit upon our families. Bless them, Father. Your words is when the enemy shall come like a flood. The spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Father God, lift up that standard right now in Jesus' name in our family, Father God. Oh Lord Jesus. Send your angel to take charge over our families, Father. I pray that you bring healing. You'd remove every sickness, every disease from our families. They'd bless and protect our families and keep them all safe, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, that your will will be done in all of us. Your will will be done in all of us. Oh, pour out your blessings. Oh, God, let your will be... Oh, Father, God, bless. Pour your blessings. Pour your blessings. In Jesus' name, I rebuke and I break the works of Satan. Against any one of our family members right now, I break and I cancel them all. Now, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God, destroy the works of the enemy right now. Now, break every work of darkness, I break every yoke, I break every curse, I break every bondage. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. In the name of Jesus Christ, Oh Father, let your will be done. In us, and Lord, in our families, in Jesus' name we pray, thanksgiving, amen. Yes, and now I want us, the next thing I want us to pray for is the body of Christ. I want us to pray for the whole body of Christ. And I want us to pray also, just for you know the bride of Christ, the, the body of Christ, and you know the the church, and also the church. So let's pray for the body of Christ, the church. Let's just let's just pray for you know for those that know the Lord, those that are seeking the Lord, that you know that that know though that the Lord will give them faith and strengthen them and encourage them to keep seeking the Lord, because Satan right now is attacking a lot, trying to stop God's will, but it's not going to happen. So let's pray for the body of Christ. Father God, in Jesus, you come with the body of Christ the church, your people, your bride into your hand. I pray that you protect them that you give them more and more strength, more and more strength in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, I pray that your will will be done, oh Lord. In the body of Christ, that Father God, you'd pour out a new spirit, a new revival, a great presence, Father God, of your anointing, a great power from you, O oh God, will fall upon your people. In the name of Jesus, that you strengthen them to overcome every work of Satan. Father, bring healing, bring revival, bring restoration, break the works of Satan. Father God, fill your children up with your spirit in Jesus' name. God, I pray that you lead and guide your people, that your will will be done on all of your people. Fill them with your spirit, Oh, Father God, be with your people, lead them all in Jesus' name. oh, more and more of your spirit, more and more of your anointing upon all of your people. Father God, forgive all of your children. Deliver them from all their sins and their iniquities. God, make everything new. Oh, bring healing, revival, and restoration. Break every curse. Break every yoke. Break every, every bondage. Father God, make your bride ready. Strengthen your children. Make your children ready, Father. Oh, stop them from sinning. Prevent your people from sinning. Pour out your spirit, O oh Lord Jesus. Father, your words, whatever thing it is, we shall ask in your name. If we believe, and we shall receive. So, Father, we ask in your name that you pour out more and more of your love, your joy, your peace. Oh, Father God, uh, your, more and more of your anointing, more and more of your healing power upon your people. Oh, God, protect and deliver people from all. Sin from all evil, restore, restore, Rabboshaterem. Oh, Father God, revive, cleanse, and restore, renew your people in Jesus' name. And pray things in amen. Yes, and brothers and sisters, as we just prayed, I felt the Holy Spirit letting me know that there's a great restoration and a great blessing that will come also, even upon the families. When you're praying for families, I could feel in my heart that a great blessing is going to come upon the families. You know, those that truly serve the Lord. If you serve the Lord so much, the Lord will bless and will be with your family. The Lord will protect your family. He will be with you. But you have to keep praying for them. But a great blessing and a great revival will touch your family. Because sometimes, just because you seek the Lord so much, maybe your families might not be that strong. But, you know, that's why the Lord puts you there, to help your family. So, just keep seeking the Lord. Just keep praying for your family. Those of you that have family members that are still not saved, keep doing your best, and God will reach out to them because there's going to be such a great outpouring on on people that you know is going to connect to people's families. Like if you see, see the Lord, serve the Lord so much, God's going to pour so much of spirit upon you, and it will also affect those that are around you. So because you're you're connected to your family, that outpouring will also hit your family. Your family will also be touched in a great way. And also the bride is about to receive something new, a new glory, a new strength. It's about to meet very, very strong. So we just have to keep holding it in there because look the coming of the Lord it's very, very close. It's getting closer and closer as the days go by. And then let's pray for our you know, our friends and you know, all the people that we know and that we don't know. Let's pray for the whole world. Let's pray for um you know, people that worship other idols, false religion. Let's just pray the Lord to reveal the truth. And we'll save them and we'll touch them and we'll bring them all back to him. The Lord will cause people to accept him and to believe in him and to become ready for his coming and, you know, to be saved and to go to heaven and not into hell. So let's pray for that. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray we humbly come before you. Father, I pray that you will touch, you would please touch, Father God. All the world and all the people we know and that we don't know, Father, our friends, all those that we don't even know, I pray that you would deliver people from all sin. You would, I pray that, Lord Jesus, you would please touch all those that are in false religions, those that do not know you. The God, you would touch them, you would help them, you'd make them ready for a coming. Oh, Father God, fill your children with your spirit, pour out your power and your anointing upon your people. Oh, Father God, deliver and save your people from their sins and their iniquities, God. God, make your people ready for coming. Touch your people in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, fill the earth with your spirit, oh Lord, I pray for the whole world. I pray that all those that do not know you, Jesus, you would touch them. Holy Spirit. Spirit, you will touch them. That Father, you prevent people from dying and going. Till you prevent people, Father God, from from believing in false religions. Father God, you deliver them from their sins and their abominations. Oh Lord, deliver, deliver, deliver them, deliver people. Oh Lord Jesus, deliver them, deliver them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, pour out your Spirit upon your people, Father. Deliver them, Father God, from all false religions, from all that is not of you, Father God. You I pray that you'd save them. You will let them come to you. You let them believe in you. You would let them accept you, Father, that you are God and that you're King of all. Lord, let your will be done. Touch your children. Oh, strengthen your children. For your children up with your Holy Spirit I pray that with whatever deception, with whatever Satan is planning against your people, that it will not come to pass. That it will not come to pass. But your will will be done in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh Father God, strengthen your people, deliver your people, heal your people, God. Restore your people, Father God. Open up their ears and let them hear. Open up their eyes, God, and let them see. Father God, change your hearts, give them a new heart. Oh Father God, renew the renew the minds of your people, renew the the the, the re, renew the spirit of your people. Rain down your spirit, rain down your gift, rain down. Your love, rain down your power, rain down your power, rain, rain, rain. Let your spirit rain down upon all of us and renew us. Wash away all sin and all darkness and all evil. Cleanse us, oh Father God, renew and restore and break the works of Satan against all of us right now in Jesus holy name. Oh Father, let your will be done, make us new, make us stronger, strengthen your people, strengthen your people. Help them to overcome whatever obstacle that they're going through, Lord. I pray that you'd help them to overcome in Jesus' holy mighty name. And I pray that you deliver them, Father God, from Buddhism, from Islam, from 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 Taoism. That, Father God, from Hinduism, Father God, from all these lies and all these from from, abomina- from all these abominations, from homosexuality, from all these evil unclean things that your pe- people have been doing, I pray that you would deliver them and heal them and set them free, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you would, you would touch your people. Touch your people, God. You'd part your spirit, Lord Jesus. Oh, bless your people. Strengthen them. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Heal them, O oh God. Make a way where there is no way in the lives of your people. Oh, you would provide and that you'd make a way. Father, set them free. Strengthen your people. In Jesus' holy name we pray thanksgiving amen amen in Jesus name amen and yes brothers and sisters the next thing we're going to the next thing we're going to do is going to be spiritual warfare we're going to pray and it's very important that we always pray warfare because the devil is out to always attack and also warfare to warfare for your family warfare for your brothers and sisters and and even the christians people you don't know for the world just warfare as the holy spirit will lead you to because you know when you warfare god will be the one to fight for you and if god is for who can be against you no one has the power to be able to overcome God, so if you're warfare and you pray and you ask God to come in to fight, he will be victorious so I encourage you brothers and sisters, fight, fight, fight the good fight of faith, just let the Lord fight through you, and you know always warfare, always warfare because Satan is not sleeping, he's working doing his best because he knows that he has but little time left so let's let's pray and let's be, get it, begin to get into warfare. So we're, we're praying against the works of Satan, against us, against our family members, against our friends, against God's children, and against God's will for the world. We're praying that God's will will be done in Jesus' name. Yeah, and as we're offering, the most important thing is is your heart. When you pray, ask God to destroy the works of the enemies against you. You're breaking down all strongholds with the blood of Jesus, and and do it with faith and with strength. Believe with all your heart, because what will make your your your, your prayers strong. Is not just how. Is not just because you're loud. No, it's your heart, your heart, the heart that is in the prayer. Because you know God always looks at the heart. Because the Bible says that the earnest, heartfelt prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So it has a lot. Uh, it has a lot to do with your heart. So do all you can to always make sure that you have a clean heart, and when you pray. um You pray with all your heart. You always repent. You put the form of God on because it's very, very important. Because when you pray, Satan will sometimes try to attack you with sleeping, with so many other things. And you need the strength of God and the protection of God to be able to overcome. Satan will do all he can to stop you. He will try to discourage you, but don't. Don't don't fall for that. So you have to keep, you know, put the arm of God on, so that you don't fall for what Satan is going to try to do against you. So we're going to go into warfare right now. We're going to repent, put the arm of God on. We're going to warfare right now, and ask Lord to break every strong, every stronghold, every yoke, whatever Satan might be planning. That the Lord should break it off of us right now, because God is always willing to break. Because the Word of God is sharp and, you know, it's sharp and it's sharp and powerful. You know, sharp and double-edged sword, breaking yokes is able to do so much. So let's go into prayer right now. Father God, in Jesus' holy name, we humbly come before you. We repent of all of our sins. Father, cleanse our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our spirits. Oh God, cover all of us with the armor of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you'd strengthen all of us. Father God, I pray that you will tear down all the works of Satan against any one of us right now in Jesus' name. Father God, you tear down the works of Satan against our family members, our brothers, our sisters. Oh Father God, the body of Christ, you would break the works of Satan off of them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, deliver your people. Oh, break the yokes of Satan. God, break the curses. I rebuke. Every demonic stronghold. Oh Father God, your word says in Zachariah 3:2 that the Lord rebuke you, Satan. I rebuke you, Satan. I come against you with the blood of Jesus. I break your works, I break your yokes, I break your curses over our families, over the body of Christ. Over me and my family. Over over all of us. We break the works of Satan. Over those that are listening on the Lord's hour. Over all those that will listen on, on YouTube, wherever they were, or they are, I break your works, Satan off of them. I command you to let them go now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. You have to leave now. In the name of Jesus, Father, for it says in your word that indeed our Lord is a fire of consumption. God, rain on your fire. Consume, O oh Lord. Burn down the works of Satan. Right now, oh, break every chain, every curse, every yoke. Oh, God, Oh Father, says in your word in 1 John 3, 8, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Oh, Jesus, destroy every work of Satan against any one of your people. Break and scatter the bones of Satan. Oh, break every yoke, every power of Satan against your people. God destroyed O oh Lord. Oh, for your words that in by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Oh God, I pray that you will destroy the works of Satan. You will destroy the works of the enemy against any one of your people. Oh Father God, John in Psalms 9 verse 3 said, My enemies turn back turn back. They stumble and fall. They stumble and perish before God in the name of Jesus, Father. Cause our enemies to fall, cause them to turn back, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Father, I you're in Exodus 15, 3. The Lord is a warrior, Father. I pray the Lord you'd come and that you'd fight for your people, Lord. Fight, fight for your people. Fight for us in Jesus' name. Oh Father, fight for your people. Father says your word in Malachi 4, 3. I will trample down the wicked. The wicked will be ashes under the soles of my feet. In the name of Jesus, I crush all the wicked people against me. All that is evil that is coming up against my brother my sisters. We crush it down with the blood of Jesus. Oh, we crush it down with the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Romans 831, if God is for me, who can be against me? I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You will fall and let go of God's people right now. I rebuke every work of Satan Against the people of God I break the works of Satan First John 4 for He who is in me is greater than he who is in the world Oh God destroy the works of Satan Against my brothers and my sisters I rebuke the works of Satan I break your works Satan I command you to let the children of God go I rebuke you I command you to leave I destroy you with the blood of Jesus I come against you with the word of God I destroy and crush your works Now all of them Every single one of them Now in the name of Jesus Christ I break the works of the vice and I break the works of Jezebel. I break and I cancel the works of every demon, of every warlock, and every witch. I repel them. I come against them with the blood of Jesus. I break every curse and every yoke right now. O Satan, you have no power, no authority. Have I command you to let go of the people of God right now? In the mighty name of Jesus, God, destroy the works of Satan, oh Jesus. Destroy the works of Satan in the lives of your people, God. God, set your people free strengthen them give them the power to overcome let them not be weak father god strengthen your people Oh, mark 16 17 i will drive out demons in the name of Jesus Christ oh god in the name of you we bind no all demons all no evil spirits we cast them out of all of us in epitotle right now in the mighty name of Jesus father God we always the victory rests Lord, father god all victory belongs to you father god the victory rests upon who you give it to so father god give us that victory lord Jesus. We receive that victory in the name of Jesus and we crush the works of Satan against all of us right now. Oh God, break the works of Satan. Oh Exodus 15, 6. The Lord's right hand shatters my enemies. God, shatter, break, crush the works of Satan against all of us, Father God. Father, destroy the works of all of our enemies. Break them, break them, break them in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father God, destroy the works of Satan, oh Lord Jesus. Break every single one of them against your people, Father God. Set your people free, strengthen and help us overcome, Lord. Let us not be weak, but to be strong in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, fire comes down to consume my enemies in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, demons will be driven out with the word. All the sick will be healed. In Jesus' name, I command all demons and all sicknesses to leave. All oh, the people of God, I rebuke. I come against them all with the blood of Jesus Christ. O oh God, set your children free. Strengthen your children. Help your children to overcome. Let us be strong. Let us not be weak. Let us not fall. But rise, O oh Lord. Strengthen us, strengthen us, strengthen us, strengthen us, us O oh Lord Jesus. Jesus, destroy all that is coming up against your people. Strengthen us and help us overcome. Strengthen us and help us overcome. Let us not be weak, but always to be strong. Oh, fill us with your presence. Fill us with your holy fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thanksgiving. Amen. So, Shalom, brothers and sisters. I love you all. God bless all of you. Keep praying. Keep seeking the Lord. Keep repenting. Keep doing all your best to 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 fast. Be holy and do your best to turn away from all sin. Always repent and trust God with all your heart. And fight, fight this good fight of faith with all your heart. Live a holy life. Please, God. Do all you can to please God. Okay? So, God bless all of you and I love all of you. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen. And may the Lord bless you. May He keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. May He raise His countenance upon you and give you shalom. In Jesus' name we pray Thanksgiving. Amen.